chewing me, Smalls. To infinity and beyond! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the What the What podcast. I am your host, Eric Creech. Joining me today, we've got a supersized show and group of people here. We have Kyle Whitley, Ashby Brame, and joining us again after his stellar debut two weeks ago, Chad Casey. Welcome, folks. Ooh. Hello. I love how I'm welcoming y'all to the podcast, but we're actually in Ashby's house. But I feel like I'm welcoming y'all to Ashby's house as well. Welcome to Ashby's house, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's very nice. I was trying to figure out why you called me fat. <laughs> Supersized guests Super here today. Size. No, no, no. Just the amount of guests. Oh. Not, not the size of each guest. The mm. amount of guests. I would never do that. I don't <laughs> hate you. <laughs> I, yeah, I prefer You're husky. Because I hate you. you. <laughs> Man, way to bring that back around. Yeah. Way to bring it back around. I prefer I husky. husky. Yeah, husky. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's this, the size of my pants as a child. <laughs> mm-hmm. Medium husky, yes. No, I was no medium at all. <laughs> I was a full-grown dog. <laughs> there was a... Um, the Fifty First Dates movie with Adam Sandler, um, when Rob Schneider's character is like, "Bring back a T-shirt," and he gives him a hug. I wear medium husky. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Uh, yes, welcome to my house yeah. <laughs> and the podcast. It smells also, like Boston. Th- this is yes, it does. Oh, wow. it smells like Boston. Yes. The place and the band. Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's more than a feeling. Don't want to don't don't want to yuck your yum. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're bringing up all the pre-podcast oh, conversations. Man. Yeah, you guys are just getting a little taste of everything just we just talked about. Just bear for two more minutes, and then we'll get to business. Yeah. You guys assume we come in and just straight to work, but we nope. sit down and talk. For no. We talk for 25 minutes, minutes yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then we talk some more. That's yep. right. So this is the season finale of our 9 on the 90s season. It's flown by. It has flown by because we've only sat like through four sessions, and that's oh, amazing. Right. So, um, but so far in the season, we've had boy bands and girl groups. We've had the 90s mixtape. We've had the Mighty Ducks, um, which aired a couple of weeks ago. We have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers that aired last week. Friends that me and Chad did a couple of weeks ago. So many great episodes, so many great topics. And the crazy thing is there's room for a sequel. Mm. There's so many great 90s material that we could not fit into just nine episodes. There's room for a sequel. Not saying we're going to do a sequel anytime soon, but there's room if we ever want to revisit the 90s. We have plenty of material That's right. to go well, with. Well, and you know, that decade lasted 20 years because it, it was just 10 years ago. It was ago. just 10 yeah. years ago. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The 90s happened last week. That's so. right. It, it had to have because I'm still very young. Yes. <laughs> yes, as we all are. Yes. Yes. I think we should have, should have thought about this better and split it like 90, 94, and then 95. 99. Yeah, we, like, we really should have done half of the decade and then another half. But you live and learn. So well, things we, really changed in like each section. Like, mm-hmm. well, for sure. I mean, especially, especially for us. For us. We yeah. became, you know, teenagers in that second last well, half. Or for all were. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. For, for us. Yeah, yeah. like, what are you talking about? Teenagers in the 90s? Yeah. No. <laughs> wow. Zing. Senior. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, on today's episode. This is the last episode of the nine on the 90s. Season. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever it is you get your podcast. And of course, rate and review us. We accept five stars only. If you give us less than five stars, we are inclined to believe that you are a hater. That is official 90s lingo, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't think so. Well, did, we, did we not use hater in the 90s? No, I don't think so. I've just been borrowing from Bobani Johnson this whole time, probably, too. So, I mean, we probably said things that probably would not be good to say now in today's yeah, society. Yeah, I think it would be probably, more like yeah. a loser. 
Yeah, yeah. that's the safe one. Well, tubular. All right. Tubular is a good thing. <laughs> yes, tubular. Uh, please also follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. You can do that by searching for What the What Media. All one word. I maxed out there. Find us on Twitter at WTW underscore media. When we were doing the Friends episode, um, I did not clue Chad into the all one word thing. I didn't point at him. I realized (laughs) as I was saying my line, you know, by searching for what the what media, I had to quickly recover. You can do that by that's all one word, by the way, because <laughs> um, I did not clue Chad into that uh, that you know word thing we do every time. We don't do deep dive anymore either, but that's because you stole deep dive. Well, I stole. I'm gonna say you. We as a whole, we, we stole. We deep did dive. it together, so right. that's fair. Also, yeah. we haven't done well. I, we haven't done like we've been doing a lot of really fun like roundup. Mm. Episodes, but, not, we but no real deep dive, right? Like and, we probably yeah. would have used that maybe for the Jurassic Park episode. Yeah. You know, like we're not. We'll bring it back when know. we finish out Marvel Phase Three, yes, or MCU Phase Three. That will be a deep dive. Yeah, those will be deep. Or Free Willy, for sure. Yes, I mean you diving deep with Free Willy. Nice, nice tie in there. He's got it. Yeah, was that a nineties movie? That was definitely was. a nineties okay. movie. Michael Jackson yes, sang it. Had a Michael yes. Jackson. Oh yeah, that, that was, was one of the best parts of that movie. Yeah. Yes, I had the little mm-hmm. necklace thing because it came with the, the VHS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If you want something just to get you ready for bed, mm-hmm. put that movie on because it starts with the Michael Jackson, at least the VHS, because it tells you before you watch. It this does movie, go the, buy this yes. soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It really does. Mm-hmm. The, the little commercials. I, I miss commercials on. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, VHSs, yeah. Yeah, because now you just you click play and it plays. You don't have all the previews for all the stuff that's coming out five months from now. I mean, and if it did, we'd get angry. Like, we skip, would. Skip, 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 I don't skip. Skip. We're so impatient now. I mean, yeah. We could have fast-forwarded it. It's good, so we but didn't. we didn't. Mm-hmm. We didn't. I'm waiting for the Burger King Kids Club thing to watch so I can see it. That's right. <laughs> well, today's episode, we have uh, all four of us here. This is uh, the 90s movie draft. And uh, this is something that we have started doing. Um, I guess me, you, uh, me, Colin Ashby, uh, we did the Halloween or the, mm-hmm. the scary movie mm-hmm. draft last yeah, year. That was the first draft. time we, we've done that. And I felt like it worked out pretty well. So we brought in Chad, mm-hmm. a fourth drafter, and we've expanded it because this is the 90s season. We got to have nine selections for the 90s. Plus, there's so many good 90s movies that we could not just limit to like five. That would be. I think we didn't really have too many rules on this, which is good. If we wanted to really make it complicated, we should have done each round was a year of the 90s that you had to pick a movie. Yeah. Oh, man. That would have been a lot harder. But I don't know. It was so free reign, it was really hard for me. So it yes, may have been easier yeah. for me to pick a year and be like, oh, that's the one out of this year. Well, let's jump into the, well, how this, uh, for the for the listeners, uh, what the rules are this uh, for, are for this. I'm stumbling over my words now. Uh, first of all, each draft pick must have debuted in theaters or straight to home media between January 1st, 1990 and December 31st, 1999. If it debuted on D- January 1st, 2000, it's ineligible. Okay? Mm. Um, once a movie has been selected, it cannot be selected again. So if Ashby takes... I'm not gonna. I'm trying not to spoil any potential picks. If she takes Free Willy, <laughs> the uh, the other three of us cannot take three, Free Willy. <laughs> so um, that's a shame. This mm. is a snake draft, which means we will draft in a predetermined order in the odd number rounds, and then reverse order in the even number rounds. So, for example, if it's Ashby, Chad, Kyle, Eric in round one, it will reverse in the next round. Eric, Kyle, Chad, Ashby. 
Um, you're familiar with f- fantasy football. Do y'all do snake drafts in your yes, fantasy football league? all the time. Okay. I try to stay away from snakes. Yes. yes. Um, Especially the only snake planes. I like. Rule number four was we will determine the draft order on the day of the draft. That's today. We're, I'm literally going to hit the randomizer nine times in, in a second, and we're going to see how the order goes. None of us know what the order is right now, including myself. Uh, we're going to ask that each person briefly, and I'm going to use the word briefly like in quotation marks here, uh, briefly explain why you picked what you picked after each selection. So if you picked Free Willy, explain yourself. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so pick Free Willy and literally say, starting with Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's a great soundtrack. And literally the yeah. whole like, movie. Right. Hour um, and a half later. We had, um, we had discussed uh, drafting for categories. Um, you know, you must have a comedy. You must have a Best Picture nominee. You must have a thriller or... But then, you know, why ruin everyone's creativity? If you want nine comedies, you draft nine comedies. If you want nine rated R horror movies, more power to you. If nothing you draft is but Japanese anime that debuted in the 90s, go for it. it I put together is, a whole list of movies that you may have forgotten about from the 90s, mm-hmm. which is like, well, this is pretty cool. But then I got thinking about it, and it's like, well, if you may have forgotten about it, you may not have cared about it in the beginning. So that's pretty boring for our listeners to hear. If, do, like, do you have that list? I have the list. Okay, maybe we can go over it later. Yeah, run through maybe, it later. maybe not right now, but later. Okay, somebody sure. wants to choose off of it, and I steal one of yours. And then the last thing I have for our rules is have fun. When we're done, we're going to post all of our selections. We'll ask social media which imaginary multiplex they would like to go to. Um, winner gets nothing but bragging rights and maybe free Starbucks if they beg the others enough. Um, which would be bad for you, Chad, because you don't drink. That's quite all right. So There's met- tons of things at Starbucks other than coffee. That's oh, yeah. true. That's they true. have uh, some kind of um, shake. Type yeah, what I got was a Frappuccino thingy. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, Vanilla Frappuccino. Yes, the vanilla be, bean, yeah. bean cream. Vanilla cream bean. I don't know. Protein like that, breakfast yeah. packs. With the, the dragon yeah. drink is also quite good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. All right, and so hydrating. Moment y'all been all waiting for. I've got the randomizer up. I'm going to hit randomize nine times for because it's the 90s. Uh, How about you just out of every time dun, you hit nine, dun, 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 say who the dun. first person would have been? All right. So if on the first randomize, it would be Ashby. <laughs> but again, no, it would be me if it was number two. Oh. Ashby would pick first again. <laughs> <laughs> Chad nice. on the fourth randomize. I would pick first on the fifth I'm one. I'm just here. It's yeah, it's sorry I would also pick first on the sixth one. Wow. Night's all that matters. Kyle would pick uh, first on the seventh one. Chad would pick first on the eighth one. Now, here, here we go. Here's our order. Hitting it one more time. Chad. Uh. Ashby. Kyle. And then myself. Mm. So that's your okay. order. Chad, Ashby, Kyle, and myself. So... so Really quickly, I know we have talked about not having a theme, um, and I don't have a theme, but this was really difficult because, you know, we were kids Mm -hmm. in the 90s, and kids are watching very different things Mm -hmm. than your parents, but then you grow up, and you get to to go back and maybe enjoy things from, like, the 80s and 90s that you wouldn't have been watching as a kid, and so I was really torn about... Do I want to try to come at this through the lens of childhood or like movies that I love now that were in the? I don't. So anyway, I decided to do both. So mm. it's gonna get real random up in her. My, my <laughs> list is the same. It's like half and half for a part of it's my childhood. You can as you go through my list, you see me grow in age pretty much. Right, right. Uh, I did make two rules for myself just to make it easier. I didn't include any cartoons in my list because I knew I would 
it was just too hard. And I didn't include any holiday or like Christmas movies in my list because, again, I could have a whole nine of those. So, yeah, I decided not to do like themed, yeah. Christ, like Christmas, holiday yeah. stuff. So, yeah. other things I, wa- I like added in, but. And I kind of went reverse with mine because, mm-hmm. you know, being older, thankfully, um, I, you know, having children, now I'm watching the animated mm-hmm. movies even more. So I kind of rounded out my list mm-hmm. with animated movies. Sure. And, um, and of course, the holiday movies and everything, too, because there's so many staples that came mm-hmm. out of the 90s that we still watch on a regular basis today. Mm-hmm. And So, yeah, I, that's kind of how I, my approach to it was. Okay, so I missed all that. Um, you, did Go you back say, and listen to it when you're editing. Did you say? <laughs> <clears throat> so I was, I was inputting all the, the, the draft stuff. I said you can't choose any cartoons or holiday movies. That's there. something you're putting for yourself? No, I made that for you. I'm just kidding. kidding. Well, you're out. I I disagree, first of all. (laughs) Secondly, no. You're not picking any animated movies? I didn't pick any animated movies in this. And no holiday movies? I didn't. I have some animated movies, but I tried to stay away from holiday movies because we've had so many holiday episodes that, like, you know I love Hocus Pocus. So, so I don't understand, but I mean, by all means, do you? But yeah, I'm, do you, boo I'm I'm curious as to like, was that just to help limit your list, or yeah, for me? It was, yeah, I had no like reason beyond it because if I didn't, this is how my mind works. I choose Aladdin, then I'm like, well, if Aladdin's on my list, Lion King's gonna be on my list, and if like, well, if Lion King's on my list, and Beauty and the Beast needs to be on my list, and next thing you know, I have nine full yeah. things of because of me, how my brain right. works. And so, in the same way, if you type in Google top 90s movies, it does it all for you and categorizes them as movies in the 90s. And then it also says movies for you. And so, mine looks like a child from the 90s, like where it's all Mine does too. So. And so, I was like, well, I want to be a little bit more broad than that because I know there's other movies I enjoyed in the 90s. Like Ashby said, when I got older, I went back and watched things that I never would have watched per se in the 90s, but maybe when I was in high school. And I went back and watched some of these movies that came out that I really like and think they're great movies. So I included them on my list. Okay. Well, spoiler alert. Those are their rules, not mine. So yeah, <laughs> in some way, I didn't make it necessarily a rule, but I was like, this is the easiest way for me to knock it out. And then also, too, so we would have a variety of movies. That's true. So you would yeah. have a variety and everybody well, would just be different. The way I've done it is I've got categories. I've got kids, sports, comedy, drama, thriller, superhero, holiday horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to get a wide variety from that net. Now, not necessarily one from every category, sure. but I don't want all of them from the same category. Mm-hmm. So, But we're not picking first. Chad has the first mm-hmm. pick. So... Chad's a wild card because we don't know Chad well enough. We don't well know Chad well enough to, to, to know what he would pick, and that's so. Well, I, I will say this: there are no horror movies on my list because that's not my thing. And uh, if it's yours, that's great. You yep. can have all of mine. Um, but yeah, that's that's not really my thing. But um, but yeah, I, you know, I I kind of took my fantasy football approach to this. Is I I just con- did a, a ridiculous amount of research um, mm-hmm. to try to make sure I got the 90s. Because, you know, I have a lot of movies that I love, and it's like, oh, that came out in 89. Mm-hmm. Crap, I can't use yeah. that one. Or Batman, that came out in 2001. Can't, walk, whatever, can't you know. do Dead Poet Society or Batman. Right. You know, can't do... Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, or Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yep. Because yeah. I almost had that one. Yeah, I'd take it off. Yeah. Um, and there's also some movies that were like 2000 <clears throat> mm-hmm. that just missed it, you mm-hmm. know, so... Well, Chad, you have the first pick. With the first pick. Yes, in the 90s in the movie 90s draft. movie draft, Chad selects Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> you already 
took one of Eric's. <laughs> but I said, Eric, you got to be vocal. People can't hear or your expressions. And I chose my it. silence speaks volumes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did see a wince go go mm-hmm. over your face. Yeah, literally, literally for Eric my favorite movie. Oh yeah, of all time. Yeah, yeah. You get busy living or get busy get busy dying. dying. Yeah. Hope is a good thing. Maybe know. the best of things, and no good thing ever dies. Exactly. You better get busy picking another movie. <laughs> Hey, here's the good thing, though. I know you enjoy this movie. We can do a deep dive on Shawshank Redemption at oh, some yes. point now. So. Oh, yes. I, I can safely say I've watched it at least 25 times. I've never seen it. I've seen it once. It's, it's I fantastic. Enjoyed it. it was good. Yeah. I can't, like, I, mm, prison movies are hard for me. I've well, also never seen The Green Mile. Like, I just. Yeah. Oh, it's Morgan Freeman, though, so you have to overlook the prison part for well, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, like, and there there are parts. There are cringeworthy parts, right. honestly. But the the. Overall theme and the overall you know struggle and and everything that goes into it and just Morgan Freeman I mean you know he could read the dictionary for me and I would listen to it all the time that's fair and um you know I, I watched uh well, Dark Knight last mm-hmm. night and just you know the so fact good. that he was he was in it was fantastic but I, I highly recommend it you know every time it's on regular TV if there is such a thing nowadays I'll I'll watch it and it just I, I've always loved it. So the prevailing thought is it got robbed for the Oscar at 94. Now, it was up against some some high-quality competition that we won't mention because they're all 90s movies. Right. But uh, Bill Simmons argues that if it had a better name, it might have been... like People saw Shawshank Redemption yeah. and didn't know what it was about. It doesn't really... You know, if they had titled like, Hope is a Good Thing or something yeah. like more... Like, it might have gotten a little more attention. But I do think it was... I know it was up against some heavy competition in 94, um, well, I think the name now makes it its own cult thing yeah. because yeah. I never, for, I didn't watch for a long time, not well, out of spite. It just happened, but people would just say Shawshank, and that just mm-hmm. left it that, and you would just know that's what. Well, it that, is. that's how oh, I heard yeah. about it. Like in, when I was in high school, uh, people were like, "You haven't seen Shawshank Redemption?" Mm-hmm. Like, it was a cult thing. Like you had to, oh, kind of, yeah. you know, that's how I learned like about it. Was word Club, of mouth. Man. Oh yeah, I love Breakfast Club. Breakfast when did you, did you? You finally watched it, didn't you? I've always seen Breakfast Club. What's yeah. the one? Some movie we thought Eric can't see. No, you said that it wasn't the best. Like I, I said that Mean Girls supplanted it. It was no. next. Was no. next in the evolution of teen comedies. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was that like kind when he said that. I no. thought he was like I Mean said, Girls is better than Breakfast Club. No, I, no, I explained <laughs> that there was a there was a lineage. Of teen comedies, and Breakfast Club was the champion of that in the 80s, and then Mean Girls took it over in 2004. Y'all just took it with, oh, it's better than, I did say I thought Mean Girls was better than Breakfast Club, yes, but y'all harped on, but you harped on that more than what I actually said. Well, when you stab somebody, we kind of pay attention at the stab wound, not the rest of things. That's right. Sorry, back to you with Shawshank. (laughs) Shawshank's a great movie, and worth watching, for sure. Yes, definitely. Ashby, you have the next pick. Okay, so I have uh, I have ordered mine from like kid to adult, I guess. Mm, awesome, um, and I also, I, you know, Eric when Eric was talking about preparing for this, he was like, "I have fifty alternatives," and I was like, "I have four, <laughs> but I'm also pretty positive that none of you are going to steal most of mine." Chad again is the wild card where I'm like, I don't think Eric's seen some of these, so I don't think it's going to matter. Right. Wait a second. Chad's like, next well, five. Well, and, here, and here's yes. the thing. So, like, there's also another way to, like, prepare. Are you preparing to 
do what you want? Right. Or are you preparing to do what you think everyone else in social media land would want to see? Correct. Me, I'm doing what I like. Correct. Yeah. And I think that's what Ashby's doing. Yes. I think that's what we're all doing. Yeah, definitely. But there's several ways you can right. play this. Yeah, oh, because yeah. there are iconic, I mean, you can Google iconic 90s movies, and there are movies that you agree, like, were taking over, like, the general consciousness of the world in like big blockbuster ways that happened in the 90s if you're coming up with a 90s movie draft in the sense of like popularity Mm -hmm. that you could not leave out but that's not where i'm coming from so anyway Mm -hmm. um so arguably disney kind of ruled the animated game in the 90s however there was a movie called the swan princess that came out in 94 that was actually a columbia sony's animated Mm -hmm. production. They did a few things that I think people think are Disney that are not. And I was obsessed with this movie. I had it in the squeaky plastic Mm -hmm. case. Nice. I knew all of the songs. It had some like really good one-liners for an animated movie. And um, there's a scene where they meet again as adults for the first time and their parents are trying to get them together. It's a prince and a princess, right? So Mm -hmm. they should get married. And um, he he basically says, wow, you're gorgeous. And she goes, but what else? And he goes, what else is there? (laughs) (laughs) And she basically is like, yeah, I'm not doing this and like walks away. And so later, like you show him and his advisor, like going over what went wrong. (laughs) The advisor's like, what else is there? What? What else is there? Like, <laughs> you should write a book, like, How to Lose a Girl in Four Words mm-hmm. or Less or whatever. It, oh, yes. It's really funny. Like, even watching it as an adult, it, it's pretty enjoyable. So that's Ashby's my first used that take. phrase with every boyfriend since then. Yes. It's like, yes. we got a problem with me? Well, what else? Yeah, what else? <laughs> what else? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to ask you to marry me yet, but... Uh, well, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it was, it's so a good movie. your pick is The Swan Princess. The Swan Princess. Nice. I remember... Yeah. Like, That's one that was not on my list. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew, I knew it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I do feel like there's a couple on your list that are in danger if you don't get to them. That's but, I'm nervous yeah, about for other ones. Maybe. Because um, I, I know there's one 90s movie that you really love, and it's... It's one that I'm not going to take right away, but it's on my list. I'm just saying. So. I don't see. I I I was like, should I go for what I think could be stolen, or should mm-hmm. I go in order of like growth? I right? went back and forth where I was like, well, maybe I could say young and then old, and young and old. Right. But then I was like, there's that fun part of it, almost like at Christmas when like right. you're playing Dirty Santa. That when yes. people do have to exchange things, like yes. somebody does steal it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's you that fun part of it. A little bit. I'm yeah. going to leave it to fate. I'm going to leave it to fate. Because like right yeah. now, I'm already scrambling. I have a backup, but Shawshank was going to be my first pick mm-hmm. right. had I picked ahead of Chad. Right. So. Well, I'd even made a list, just like you mentioned a while ago. Did you choose from stuff you just enjoyed, or are you choosing what you think the audience might pick? Mm-hmm. And so in my brain, I was like, Robin Williams did a ton. I had 90s. a Robin Williams theme list if I, was, I wanted to go yeah, that route. I had a whole list. Put, I didn't like type it out, but I put it together like I could totally do a whole 90s Robin mm. Williams theme, and I think I could get a good amount of people liking that. Yes. Like, but that's not as entertaining as maybe just swapping around and choosing different oh, things that sure. I care about. So well, that's why I went It is your pick. So what did you go with for your – what are you going to go with for your first pick? Uh, my f- – most obvious one for me being who I am is I chose the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, I still think that it's the best Ninja Turtles movie that ever came out. Uh, I did enjoy Secret of the Ooze and uh, even when they go back in time. But 
for me as a child, it was the first time I ever saw something I really loved, but also in a movie format, not just animated format. Uh, I won't go too crazy into it. I know I've talked about it before, but I think even now as an adult going back and watching this, it still really holds up as far as everything. First, the costumes hold up amazingly, but even storyline and everything else, it still works as an adult to watch this. It wasn't necessarily a kid's movie. It was a kid's franchise that they made a movie out of. But um, even going back watching now, there's definitely some adult type themes in that movie. But uh, I didn't really think it was one that's going to get stolen. But I was like, for me, if it's my list putting together, it's got to be on my list. It very well could have gotten stolen by me. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'd have picked it first. But I'm glad you picked it because I knew it wouldn't wouldn't have been right if you hadn't have ended up mm. with it. Yeah. Um, have to buy so, the rights from you. Yes. <laughs> we'll do a trade mid mid draft. I mean, just like I don't think you want yeah. anything else. I'm going to trade up because I need so, to pick a quarterback. So right. I, wrong well, thing. I have two picks in a row. So this is like I didn't get the pick first, but because of the snake mm-hmm. draft, I get to go twice. So my first pick, my uh, in the '90s movie draft, first round pick. I'm going with another drama. This is a '94 drama. This is the one of the uh, movies that Shawshank Redemption had competition with when it came to the Oscars. Uh, going Forrest Gump. Uh, Forrest Gump um, I remember watching this Even as a kid I didn't really get Some of the stuff But I understood The story This is a story Of a man Basically telling The story of his life And all these great things That happened with him Didn't really understand Like all those things That actually happened Until I watched it As I got older Um, But Tom Hanks Does a fantastic job As Forrest Gump I know Tim's never seen it Tim Hutchinson Has never seen this movie Um, But he will one day Justin Falsa hates this movie Justin Falsa hates this movie He's not a fan of it I do not like this movie My goodness Mm -hmm. Wow Chad how do you feel about it I loved it Thank you I like it Don't you Thank you I like like Forrest Gump (laughs) Um, I feel like, I feel like it's a really good movie, um, and I'm glad I get to pick it with my first pick in the first round. I put up some YouTube videos of like top '90s movies too, just to say if I'm missing anything. And the lady was like talking, explaining this one, and she's like, "Is there anyone that could not like Forrest Gump?" And I was like, "Yes, there yeah. is actually plenty yeah. of people." Yeah, yes. I think that I watched it too young, mm. and so I wasn't understanding like the more adult nuances yeah. of the yeah. film, and I was just getting all the bad vibes. Yeah, well, and so I just don't. That movie gives me a bad feeling because of all the awful things that happen, and so like I just can't go back and well, Ashby. I'm not enjoy a smart it. man. But I know. But I know what a good movie is, and it's Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> you also could have a '90s list without this one. Like at least that's true. No, overall, it had, it like, had to be on the list, yeah. and I feel like it had to be in the top. One. And I even married a Jennifer, so I could just say Jenny. <laughs> that's another person that hates this movie. Is our past year, Devon's wife, oh, Jenny. Oh yeah, because her name's Jenny. Yes. I was like, everybody likes. She's like, no, I hate that movie. So like, I grew up as Jenny. Can't you have no idea how horrible that so, is. So uh, <laughs> let me implore y'all, even if you're not a fan of the movie. Go read the book. Okay. And read the sequel, Gump and Co. That's I en- the one all the restaurants are made yeah. from. No, I'm just um, kidding. I enjoyed both both the books and the movies, but the books are okay. really good reads. So if, also, you're, if you're a reader, go read the books. I know we've talked a lot about the movies that made us mm-hmm. on Netflix. There is a Forrest Gump episode now. It was in one of, I'm pretty sure it's that. I was watching something recently where it was a series of, you know, like, Documentary, one hour documentaries. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's that one because um, they added another season recently. And so they did Forrest Gump and it was really interesting. You know, we talk a lot about CGI and what mm-hmm. movies were ahead of their time. I didn't realize how ahead of their time they were in um, making Gary Sinise's legs yeah, look right. cut Lieutenant off at the stands. knee. That's right. Yeah, you know, the legs are gone. Um, they were using like early CGI and practical effects to make that look really mm-hmm. real. And it, it was really interesting. Well, 
if we had not had done Jurassic Park as our like more like serious thriller type movie of the nineties, I would have suggested Forrest Gump as the movie we'd mm-hmm. done for this season as the next one. So speaking of Eric's second choice, I Jurassic have another Park. choice. Yes, I'm on the clock. So. I'm going to go with another movie that Ashby has never seen and doesn't think she'll ever want to watch. Um, this is a movie. Was that we- your theme? Yeah. <laughs> My theme is movies Ashby doesn't like. Right, right. <laughs> movies I don't have to cross off my I, list. I didn't realize that she didn't like Boris Gump, you know, but it's just working out this way. Um, we've actually done a podcast on this on this uh, on this movie. It's the Sandlot. Uh, yes. Nice. Uh, it is the Sandlot. It's one of my movies. favorite movies. Um, Baseball. <laughs> it's a movie I can put on today and enjoy it just as much as I did in 1993. Life moments and is when I went to Kyle's Halloween party a few years ago, and they were dressed up as Squints and Wendy Peppercorn, Kyle mm-hmm. and his wife Erica. Awesome! Um, just a fantastic movie. Love Benny the Jet. Love the story of the um, the baby roof ball. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just the the stuff at the pool. Um, just an iconic '90s movie. Mm-hmm. I, again, it's one of those movies that I feel like you couldn't have this list no. without the Sandlot on it. Um, mm-hmm. As both as as a kids movie and as a '90s sports movie. So. Kyle, you yes. were on the clock for pick number six, second pick in the second round. This one came out in 1996. This one is a choice that I think defined, especially 90s kids. It was the first time we saw something like this. Um, and it's also historic in the fact of when it made it to VHS, these VHSs were different than anything else we ever had. They were orange. Going with Good Burger. Oh. <laughs> I just let Eric down so bad. Took I thought process. you were going with another Nickelodeon-themed uh, 90s movie, but that came out in like 98, I believe, so mm. never mind. But yeah, Good Burger, I think, for the fact of I was at the age finally, you know, coming, I was nine years old, watching things on TV constantly. We were like seeing all that, which was our version of Saturday Night Live as kids and seeing that. And then for them to take that and put it in a movie, it was something just about the fact and the vibe that Nickelodeon gave off, in a sense, how Nickelodeon was different than every other channel on television, uh, and then how they took that and put it into a movie as well. Mm-hmm. Like, even the introduction scene, like the splash Nickelodeon stuff just leading into the movie, getting you into that vibe, but now into a greater scale. Uh, for me, I just I wanted to pick something else of my childhood that wasn't necessarily as obvious. I wasn't trying to go off the bat, like beaten path, but it's something that definitely... If you had it at home, and all of a sudden you grab, see this orange cassette amongst all the others, it yes. gives you this thing in the feels. So, um, and we haven't done a Good Burger episode, but we did mm-hmm. do a Kenan and Kel episode mm-hmm. um, a couple of years ago. So go check that out. I think we do mention Good Burger mm-hmm. on that episode. Um, and just a brief uh, another plug: we've also done a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode as well. Um, so if you want to go check out our previous work on that, then go check it out in the archives. Ashby, you have your next pick. Let's see if we recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay, you should watch The Swan Princess. It's actually really good. I think I've probably seen it. I mean, honestly, I mean, if it was a cartoon, I mean, you probably I probably did it. see it at some point. It had the guy that turned into the giant flying like bat dragon thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking about the movie with the with the with the rainforest um that is also a 90s movie. Oh, you're talking about Fern Gully? Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. want to give it away because it's a 90s movie, I feel like. Is anyone going to choose Ferngully? I don't know. I didn't know, I know anyone, about that. Like, no, I didn't know anyone was going to choose a swan princess. <laughs> Number two, right, right. Ferngully. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so my second pick is the uh, classic remake 
of an older movie. It came out in 1998, and it is The Parent Trap. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Such a good movie. Watched it many, 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 many times growing up. Um, Classic Lindsay Lohan, Mm -hmm. Dennis Quaid. Can we talk about Lindsay Lohan's performance in that movie? She Uh, had to play herself, like herself, two two different versions of herself with a different accent and everything. And I feel like she pulled it off as a child flawlessly. Amazing. Yeah, Yeah, that movie. And then the like the sheer chemistry between Natasha Richardson and Dennis Quaid, even though they're not in a lot of scenes together, Mm -hmm. just oh, it's so good. And then, um, the girl who plays Meredith Blake does an excellent job of playing like the evil stepmother kind of role. She's really good. Uh, although also that movie, watching it as an adult, you're like, okay, you show up to summer camp and a kid has your face and your birthday and you're like, I hate her. Not, I have a lot of questions, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. the idea that they weren't immediately like, oh, we're twins. There's like that scene where they finally get put in quarantine or whatever mm-hmm. together in the in the get along cabin, mm-hmm. and it's not the fact that they look identical; it's the fact that they have the same birthday, and they're like, "That's so weird." You gotta think it's like kids, though. You're thinking with an adult brain. You're not That's thinking true. of like the imaginative. Wait, we have the same brain. birthday. How is that possible? Right. Mm-hmm. That in general, having the same birthday. Magic. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you have a birthday in the same month. That's mind blowing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. My birthday's in August. What a quinky dink. I mean, yeah. it yes. made me think about yes. uh, my friend or and coworker Whitley Holt. She was, I don't remember, it was New York or wherever. They were in an elevator, and all of a sudden they look, and Dennis Quaid's in the elevator. Oh with my them. God, I was faint. She said she looked over, and they're like, oh my God, it's Mr. Parent Trap. And he goes, <laughs> yeah, it's me, Mr. Parent Trap. Like, <laughs> I just love that, like, Dennis Quaid has been in so many movies. For sure. And you, you got to think that in his brain, he's like, yeah, I'm Mr. Parent Trap. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah, that, the one that's thing. That's the you one know thing you yeah. should know yeah. me from. Yeah. 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 He took pictures things, with him yeah. and everything else. It was pretty funny. Oh, it is, now that you say that, I think that probably as a child was the first time I'd ever seen. And knew that it was a remake. Like, I may have seen something else as a remake, but I remember, like, on the Disney Channel, it playing the original one. So I remember growing up loving the original. And then when this came out, like, I was just as excited to be like, I know this movie, but then to see how it does it in a more modern take. But I don't know. It's, and I guess as your child, as a child, realizing they could do something like that, they could remake something. I don't remember, like, again when that happened, but it's definitely the first. All right. Well, Chad, you're up for two. Uh, what's your first pick for uh, your second round selection? My second round pick would have to be The Matrix. Nice. Ooh, I didn't choose that either. 1999. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, another one. It basically started my man crush fascination with Keanu Reeves um, that I've carried on through John Wick and pretty much anything else. John he's done. Wick is a really good series. Oh, I yeah. really enjoyed John Wick. Yeah. I, not. I didn't think it was going to be my cup of tea. Yeah. But. Surprisingly, I'm enjoying the more movies we get, the the world, the sandbox world they've kind of created in those movies. Yeah. And I feel like Keanu, Keanu Reeves does a really good job. Um, I wasn't big on The Matrix, surprisingly. I think yeah. it, for some reason it came out at a time where that just didn't hit me where I would enjoy it for some reason. Yeah. Um, I think we needed to be slightly older. And the reason I say that is I remember I was hanging out with Hunter Batten, who's done a lot with the show before. Um, he is two years older than me, right? Yes. You're older than you. Yeah. Yep. He loved The Matrix. He was a huge fan of The Matrix. Yeah. And he was like, did you see it? And I'm like, no, I didn't. This right. is probably like Summertime Twos were at the pool or everything else. Yeah. Well, it's by the time they had DVD or VHS, whichever, at home. It was like, well, come spend the night and we'll watch it. 
he literally had to explain the entire movie to me as we watched it. Yeah. And it wasn't like the annoying, like, shut up and let me watch it. It was me like, what is happening? And he yeah. was having to yes. constantly explain yes. things to me. That happened to me too. And so like, I enjoyed watching it with him. And honestly, I haven't seen it since. So I should go back as an adult now and watch it. And all the other ones came from it. But I just remember that vividly in my mind, sitting in his living room, watching that movie constantly, like right. him having to explain everything that's happening to I, me. I think yeah. there is a, something to be said about that. Um, I, I think where I was in my maturity level when I when it came out when I was thirteen, for some reason that's just not where my intre- my mind didn't go to the Matrix. Like it's something I'd be interested. in. I think if if it had come out a couple of years later, mm-hmm. um, then my mind would have been blown. Because it was ahead of its time. Yeah, and I, um, and I think it, y'all are bringing up a good point, and it's and already in the first two rounds, we're kind of showing the age gap between mm-hmm. me and you guys because I watched it sure. at what was probably a perfect time for me, but certainly not a perfect time for you guys. Right. Uh, because it would probably, I mean, let alone just the violence and everything mm-hmm. that was in it, uh, was probably not suited for y'all at the time. Right. Um, Ashby and I are getting there. We just yeah, got to yeah. get to the bottom of our Yeah, list. yeah, yeah. That's right. But, but I, you know, to me, it was just the whole thing. And it's another one of those ones where if it's on or if I'm, you know, really wanting to test out my my uh, speaker system or whatever, mm, and I'm, yes. I'm just, you know, pumping it up and playing it. And it is also one that my wife's six and a half years younger than I am, mm-hmm. and we have started it probably – Eight times mm-hmm. for her. Okay, well, I'm going to devote two hours to this movie. You're mm-hmm. going to explain it to me or whatever, and then we inevitably get to a point where it's like, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and the thing is though, it's like there's so many interpretations you can take mm-hmm. from this movie, and I mean, you can really go down uh, again. You can go down the rabbit hole, and you know, go in one direction, or you can go in several other directions. And justify your argument mm-hmm. for what's going on and what it represents and what it's loosely tied to, or it's whatever. A metaphor, and you know, man. granted, <laughs> you know, the, the the second and third one were okay. Mm-hmm. The first one to me was just so groundbreaking with all the special effects mm-hmm. and everything, mm-hmm. and they they built a daggone highway mm-hmm. just for one section of the movie. I mean, they built a two mile stretch of freeway for for that scene, and and. Just, just that I think alone. Forrest Gump ran that in his movie. I'm not yeah, sure. I think, yeah, yeah, probably so. Yeah, yeah probably. back and forth, mm-hmm. back and forth. But you know, to me, it was another great movie. That, yeah. You know, again, it was probably due to me being older. But, well, even um, even so, like I know how I, I feel like it's something that everybody knows how iconic it is, though. Yeah. Like maybe right. we were in age we didn't get so much into it. Yeah. But you knew how iconic it was. Same way, like it was. There's been scenes in The Office that were like a play on. Yeah. You know that there's been scenes in other things. That just goes back to the numbers and things randomly happening. In it's the had its effect on pop culture sure. for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and probably more so if I recognized it. Mm-hmm. There's some things I do recognize. Oh, that was probably. I think that's from the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot more that if I had actually seen the Matrix mm-hmm. more uh, in right. depth, I'd probably recognize a lot more. But I think it's a really good pick because <laughs> it's a really good '90s movie and definitely ahead of its time, even for 1999. Yeah, it's yeah. A good pick. I I definitely watched it too young with someone who was older and was like, "It's amazing," and then was trying to explain it to me and I was mm-hmm. like I'm not I'm not picking up what this is putting down like yeah. I can't um he's probably more John Etheridge did you go to school his name John sounds Etheridge? familiar but I don't I didn't go to school with him though. he was he's probably seven or eight years older than us he would have been like a senior maybe when like 
Yeah, he's up Hunter there. Batten was a freshman or something, like mm-hmm. that kind of age group. And I, his mom was um, really good friends with my mom. And so I'd gone over to their house or something, t- and she was going to watch me or whatever. And he was like, let's watch the Matrix. You'll love it. Mm, yeah. And I was like, mm, I don't understand this. <laughs> well, and to me, as, as a fan of this movie, or a fan of any movie, I think it's fair when you try to bring somebody along and there and it's not happening, that you might as well just stop it. Right. right I have one of those on my list. Right. Yes. Because mm. the thing is, it's like it's something that's near and dear to you mm-hmm. or something that means a lot to you and right. somebody else is not picking up what you're laying down. Mm-hmm. Right. To me, it's just best to cut bait at that yes. point. Uh, because, right. you know, not everybody's going to like what you sure. like. Uh, last week's ep- a podcast episode was on one of those movies. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not Ashley's cup of tea. She was not. Lo- she was not loving it at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. I had to put. Yeah. I had to let her know. It's okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. just let me enjoy it. Please. Right. Right. Just let me enjoy have it. your time. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Chad, you have the. So let's recap real quick. Um, we have Shawshank Redemption, Swan Princess, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Forrest Gump, The Sandlot, Good Burger, The Parent Trap, and The Matrix in the first two rounds. Top of the third round, Chad. Back to you. Wow, yeah, I, I, for some reason, was not expecting two picks in a row. Um, let's see. I've got so many to choose from. I'm going to have to go with Terminator 2, Judgment Day. It's not on my list, but it's definitely on every other top 90s list out there. Yeah, it has to be included. I've never seen any of the Terminator movies. I haven't either. I had a toy. Honestly, you can watch the first two and you'd probably be done. Eric's theme is Movies Ashby Doesn't Like. Chad's theme is Movies Ashby's Never Seen. What's our old man movies? Yes. My theme is girl movies. No, honestly, for me, Terminator 2. The first Terminator was was a was a very good setup. Uh, you know, it, it it didn't it did the best it could for when it came out mm-hmm. as far as um, special effects and everything right. else. And it was certainly a, it had a lot of scare factor to it. Uh, Terminator Two was honestly really when it stretched its legs. It's kind of like when you buy a new car and you don't mm-hmm. want to do anything to it, and then mm-hmm. then when you get a chance, it's like you you've broken it in good. It's got your you know your imprint on your driver's seat, and mm-hmm. you really stretch it out on the highway or whatever. And and uh, the the special effects were groundbreaking at the time. Yeah. You know, with the liquid metal and mm-hmm. and all of that, and it was fantastic. And just it was all around great movie. And to me, it was the best of the series. Well, term, yeah, I was going to say Terminator Two is one of those movies. I've only seen it like once or twice because again, it came out in ninety one, if I'm not mistaken. I Probably been yeah. four or five at that time. So, again, God. before my time. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I did watch it, I remember enjoying it. But it's one of those movies that one of the rare times mm-hmm. that a sequel has outperformed its original. You right. Know, you know, it's in that Empire Strikes Back, Godfather, Dark Knight type mm-hmm. of yeah. you know, pantheon where the sequel actually is better than the original. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that's what it's known as. Beyond, If you've never seen it, you always hear. And I feel like you're talking about. There's a list of them, mm-hmm. but everyone, if you're going to reference something like that, always says T2. You, you, you always accept the fact that, hey, Terminator 2 is the best one. And oh, that's yeah. the way to show you that yep. a sequel can Empire's be better than always original. better, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, when you're, yeah. It's rare that it happens, but there's always exceptions. Mm-hmm. T2 is one of those exceptions for oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the liquid metal definitely, like, effects-wise, broke ground for 
a later production to do similar effects, The Secret World of Alex Mack on Nickelodeon. That's very true. About a girl who could turn into a liquid metal puddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. I loved it. Nice. Back to the Power Rangers. Didn't they do a, a form of that with the, the liquid metal with the ooze? A similar, I think. Yeah, yeah. A similar effect. <laughs> yeah. See, we're, we're bringing it full circle. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Um, Ashby, you have the second pick in the third round. <laughs> this is great. Bring some liquid metal to the, to the conversation. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, I'm really doing this for Kyle, who is a girl dad, and will need to know all of these movies very soon so I that he can introduce them to Sky. That I grew up with, like, girl best friends. Okay. And okay. an older and sister. sister. Okay. Yeah. So I grew up Good loving point. these things, Good even point. though it wasn't aimed towards me. So my next pick <laughs> uh, is the also super classic uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, How the West Was Fun. Uh, see, that's not the one I would have gone with, but so, I definitely have seen my fair share. I have seen almost all the Mary Kane mm-hmm. Ashley movies. I will say it was hard to pick, but again, I own this movie on squeaky plastic case VHS, mm-hmm. and uh, I watched it constantly, Const- mm-hmm. constantly. It came out in 1994. They play um, twin sisters who are visiting a really cool like dude ranch for the summer, and the dude ranch is being uh, taken over by a guy who doesn't care about nature mm-hmm. and horses and wants to turn it into a theme park. So really, if you think about it, it's an early lesson on capitalism mm-hmm. yes. from Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Deep dive. Thank, nice. you. I'm Thank re- you. I'm starting to rethink my criticism of you only having 13 movies on your list. <laughs> exactly. I didn't need alternatives. <laughs> didn't need them, I, I knew I didn't yeah. need alternatives. I literally have nine. I did yeah. not pick any extras. Yeah. I will scramble if that happens, but it's so, okay. I, you can borrow my list if you want yes. to. Right, yeah. You can consult our list. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very, very good movie. Very good pick, Ashby. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. How, I like the pun there, how the West was fun. Yeah, so, instead of how the West was won, obviously. I enjoy yeah. the pun, pun and there's stuff. like yeah. a hidden treasure kind of subplot line. Well, and anytime you have hidden yeah. treasure, that's a good thing. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it the yeah. Mary Kate Nash like TV show where it had the song where they had a table by the street and instead of selling lemonade, they're trying to sell the brother. Yes, and nobody would buy him, so it keeps yes. going down. It's like brother for brother sale, brother for sale, 25. only twenty five like, cents. Yes, I randomly sing yes. that. From and time that to was time in my Trent, life, so. who's their real life brother. Oh okay, Ooh, yeah. Nice. That was a series they did called like, Mary Kate Ashley Sleepover or something. How come he didn't make it big in the industry? Because Elizabeth Olsen's killing it. So what, what did well, Trent end so, up doing? Well, uh, so Trent was the older brother, and I don't think he really wanted to be in the business. Um, okay. And uh, well, Elizabeth they sold him off when he was only like, yes, right, exactly. right. He's no longer yeah. Olsen now. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen also plays herself a few times in their movies, um, obviously because she's she's was this younger pri- prior to her being the Scarlet Witch or. But she didn't. She so. actually, if you ask her, she's like, I didn't want. Like I was watching them do it. I did not want to be mm-hmm. in show business. I didn't want to be an actress. And so, like, it was interesting. She turned out to be her the best evolution. One yes, one hundred percent. And now they're fashion designers. She's yeah. the only one in the They're's family that's acting. It's funny yeah. how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kyle, your third round pick. Uh, I'm jumping a little bit older now. Uh, 1996, Happy Gilmore. Wow. Do I still want, or are you just happy? Okay. About it? No, I mean I'm both happy and you. And took Gilmore. a potential one of my. I don't know if I was mm. going to get to it. I'm wow, good stuff. I took a jump. Uh, I think for anybody that grew up in the '90s, Adam Sandler became this iconic actor who had a stream of, of movies 
that just stand out that is for us in our childhood in that age time, not even childhood, just the age of those movies was just hilarious and a type of comedy that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, for people that are younger, you may know Adam Sandler more for like Netflix movies that come out now and you're kind of like, hey, it's okay. <laughs> it is okay. And I can't say, you know, even for if you're younger, if you go back and watch some of these older ones, it's still as great as it is to us that watched it because there's definitely some hit and miss in some of them. What I went with was just trying to go back to the first one I remembered. Um, there's some other big name ones that I just won't mention in case anybody chooses it, but uh, I just remember Happy Gilmore being a big thing. I definitely, I probably didn't see it in 96. I think it was probably I was a little bit older uh, around some other friends and like when you spend the night as teenagers and stuff, you would rent and watch movies. Uh, but definitely this is one that even Erica, her and her dad loved Adam Sandler growing up. So this is something we've watched probably at least once, twice a year. Like if you don't have anything else going on, you, you know, put this in. Uh, but definitely jumping in out of necessarily like the kid type movies into what I think was the transition for me. Cause I didn't go to scary movies. I just went to more of comedy type mm-hmm. movies. And so that's where I hit in my age. For some reason, I didn't think you liked happy Gilmore. Oh, I do. Um, I, I think, don't, but it, it's I, me. It's I always think, me. It's, it's always, always you. Yes. No, I think my, <laughs> I'm pretty passive. Was, I get away with most anything. When I was putting together our, and this is how my brain works. I can remember something so minuscule as this. When I was putting together our 2020, um, podcast uh, weekly series uh, for episodes. I put Billy Madison mm-hmm. as a potential episode we can do in February because it was the 25th anniversary mm-hmm. of Billy Madison. And I think you said, no, let's not do that one. Let's do um, the the heavyweights one instead or the goofy movie. Um, I think that was more so too thinking about how the, we're the, the family audience, friendly yeah, audience. Yeah. We've broadened that some since then. Yeah. Um, also that movie, I feel like Billy Madison and not still if anybody's got it, but it's good, but I don't think it stands out as some of the other bigger ones. I agree, I agree with right. that. But I do think there's yeah. some, uh, if if it does get picked, then I'm sorry for name dropping it here, but um, but I, I think Happy Gilmore's a great pick. It was on my list. Um, it was under both sports and comedy for me. Um, you know, I'm not devastated that I didn't get it, but it's a fantastic movie. Um, sorry, Ashby, you can shake your head. Look, I but, know it's the wrong decade, but if you're going to make me watch a comedy movie about sports and specifically golf, it's going to be Caddyshack, okay? That's true. Hey, Amen. <laughs> well, when we get to the 80s movie draft, we'll, we'll have that discussion. <laughs> we'll I'll be the only have, one that knows anything. Yeah, that's true. We'll also oh, have, man, I would kill an 80s movie draft. We're actually a lot more 80s than you think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love yeah, that's good. 80s yeah. movies. Um, so. We'd have the whole well, we, Breakfast Club mingle hey, discussion the, all over the again. The Top Gun's finally coming out this summer. Oh, I am ready. I feel the need for speed. I yeah. can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, word to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go over to comedy as well. And this is a comedy that I actually watched for the first time in uh, on recommendation from our high school um, civics teacher, Phil Pittman. Um, he said, you want to learn about you know courtroom type proceedings you know, don't tell your parents I told you to watch this, but go watch My Cousin Vinny. Mm. Oh, nice. Um, My Cousin Vinny stars uh, Marissa Tomei. Oh, is that the one where she's testifying? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, Joe yes. Pesci, who's be- better known in Home Alone, I believe, and Good um, Goodfellas. Um, oh, that's from the 90s, too. Oh, my bad. Excuse me. Um, my bad. <laughs> um, and it also had uh, Ralph Macchio, uh, mm. the Karate Kid, another 80s mm-hmm. um, person there. Um it's a hilarious movie. If you're a fan of crime um, or, like cor- or courtroom t- uh, type uh, sports movies. No, never mind. Um, <laughs> courtroom drama. Yeah, courtroom. Like t- It's not a drama. It's a comedy. But if you're a fan of like lawyer shows like I was to practice, this is a fun look into it uh, from a comedic uh, aspect. Um, Joe Pesci kills it. 
Um, the cast is just hilarious. If you've never seen it, I highly recommend you go watching My Cousin Vinny. It's a hilarious movie. And then I think I have the first pick in the fourth round as well. You do. Okay. So, hmm. I think this is where we, uh, hmm. Tough, 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 tough. Let's go to a movie we've talked about in depth this season. Let's go with Jurassic Park. Um, Um, we did our deep dives on this uh, a few, uh, several weeks ago. Go check out the episode. Um, but for standout movies in the 90s, Jurassic Park uh, has stood, uh, um, certainly stood the test of time and uh, definitely uh, deserves its place on my list. So That was another one that as I watched all of the top nine <laughs> 90s movies on YouTube kept popping up. Jurassic Park was always included in that. Mm-hmm. Um, my next choice is one that I didn't watch until high school, and it was one of those things that friends were always started quoting it and doing things. I was like, I have no clue what that is. And then so we would get together. I'm pretty sure Christy Harkins is the reason I watched this movie for the first time. Uh, but Dazed and Confused. It came out. out. Yeah, 1993. Nice. For me, I was thinking back on it because I haven't watched it in a while, but it was one of those ones in that age group of high school. I watched it multiple times because it was you get together with friends. If you're not watching something new, might as well watch Dazed and Confused. Uh it came out in 93, and for me, for a lot of movies we reference to the 90s, especially, uh, and even probably into the 2000s, we think about a lot of high school movies because we were around that age, and so we think back to, you know, I'm not going to list them because somebody may choose some of these other movies, but this is one of the first ones that came out beyond like Breakfast Club and some of those other ones of the 80s that put us into that high school perspective, even though this dates back, I think, to the 70s is what era this is in, right? Am I right on that? I think Days Confused is about 70. I could be wrong. But anyway, uh, I think it's just a definitely an iconic high school type movie where you're talking about graduation, you're talking about seniors and freshmen, the different age groups, you know, especially in the later 90s, maybe early 2000s, we get a lot more into that teenagers partying and this, that, and the other type movies. And so you had that, but there's definitely, you know, the soundtrack's amazing. But then also I feel like there's a little bit more deeper conversations and things that happen in this movie versus just some of your more, hey, this is working, throw it out there as many as you can type movies that came out right. in the 90s. right, it's 1976 cool. is when it's yeah, supposed, supposed to be taking place. So nice. definitely the soundtrack's amazing in there. And I haven't watched it in a while, but I definitely think it still probably holds up. So... Is that where Matthew McConaughey is like, um, that's what I love about high school mm. girls? I get older and, and they, they stay, stay the same, the same age? age? Okay. Yeah, that line's not problematic at all. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ashby, wow me. Let's go, let's go for it. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> what movie should Sky watch next? <laughs> exactly. Like Kyle, I'm my. My list is now going to jump a little bit. It's I'm, growing up. I'm not a girl. Not I'm yet a woman. woman. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so. Are you are you picking Crossroads? Because that came out in 2002. No, <laughs> I'm the, not. The Britney Spears movie vehicle. I'm yeah. not. Um, <laughs> I'm picking Spice World. Nice. Good choice. Well, don't tell me what you want. What you really, really want. came out in 1998. I begged my mom to... Let me rent it from Blockbuster probably no less than 10 times. Um, but she refused to buy it for me. And I was also probably a little too young to be watching it. But I think that she really thought a lot of it was going to go over my head. And it did. But then it came out on DVD years ago in this big, like, flashy orange and silver sparkly case. Because, mm-hmm. of course, it did. Yeah. 
and I rewatched it and I was like, yeah, there's a lot of adult stuff in here that went totally over my head, <laughs> but it is hysterical. I know it's the Spice Girls. I know it's a band that made a movie. It makes no sense. I understand that. But if you love camp Mm -hmm. and you love people who are able to make fun of themselves and take joy in that, you will, I promise you, you will love Spice World. And it is is this beautiful 90s snapshot. It has a ton of British actors who did cameos for them. Uh, Roger Moore is in it. Elton John is in it. Um, Meatloaf is in it. I mean, it it has like some really interesting cameos. And it's basically like the Spice Girls are trying to make their second album. They're super famous. And there's all this pressure to make a, a second album that's as good as the first one. And now they're like global superstars. And they keep getting followed around by paparazzi. And now they've been, you know, they sort of picked these personalities. Like there's Sporty Spice and there's Baby Spice. But now they're being sort of like, you can't be anything other than that. Mm-hmm. And, and then they're trying to do this world tour, and one of their really good friends is pregnant, and they're all trying to be, like, good aunties and, like, be there for her, but they keep getting pulled in different directions because now they're famous. It's actually really good. And one of my favorite, favorite lines from it is, you know, Posh is, the, is Victoria, mm-hmm. now Beckham, and she is always wearing these, like, tight fashion, short, mostly black dresses. And so they're in their tour bus, which is actually a giant double-decker bus uh, that has the British flag on Mm. it. And it's been retrofitted inside so that they each have their own little double-decker, like, space. Very cute. And she's in her little space, and she's, like, trying to pick out the outfit for where they're going next. And Sporty goes, you know, it must be really hard for you, Victoria. Like, do I wear the little Gucci dress, the little Gucci dress, Oh, the little Gucci dress. And Victoria's like, I know, right? Like, deadpan. Yeah. And so you also get to see that, like, these girls had a sense of humor. Sure. Like, they were funny. And it's really, it's really good. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. That's Eric awesome. and I still have to go back and watch it. Oh, man. It's got, I'll let you borrow it. I have it on DVD. Yeah, <laughs> well, I still think we should have movie night here. We'll, we'll, we'll do a Twitter, um, you know, watch along. Yeah. 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 One yeah. of the <laughs> best. I'll, I'll live tweet my reaction to Spice World the same do. way you did to Mighty Ducks. Please do. One of, <laughs> one of the best lines in it is a, it's definitely like a callback, and Meatloaf plays their bus driver. Mm-hmm. And at some point, one of the girls comes up and um, tells the tour manager that the bathroom is stopped up. And the tour manager's like, hey, man, the bathroom's stopped up. And he's like, look. I'll do anything for these girls, but I, I won't, won't do, do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Right, well, let's do go to the next um, pick here. Uh, the last pick of the fourth round. Chad, you're up for two. What's your first pick here? I'm going two comedies in a row. I've, oh. I've been serious so now and, and sci-fi, so now I'm going to do co- two comedies. The first one basically is uh, a little biography of my sales career. Uh, Tommy Boy. Ooh, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I, I have been a bull in a china shop for my entire sales career, so that's <laughs> why now I'm in the financial industry. Um, and so that that's another one of these movies that every time it's on, I know every word, and it annoys the crap out of everybody that watches it with me. So mm-hmm. I just kind of watch it alone most of the time because yes. it's like, and it, to me, uh, it was just the the perfect marriage of their friendship, mm-hmm. Chris Farley and David Spade's friendship, and and the of all the movies they starred in together, sure. by, you know, by far the best. And uh, it was just you know just a great sweet movie. It had a lot of great 
moments that were, you know, family type moments, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then of course just Chris Farley with his physical comedy mm-hmm. and, and everything that he does. But, um, you know, as, as totally one of my favorite movies. Well, I think too, for a lot of people, Chris Farley was iconic. I loved Chris Farley. I love all of his, like everything he did was funny to me. Yeah. But I definitely think there's not much there if you haven't, because he, he died at a young age from overdose stuff. So you don't see, you know, you have Saturday Night Live, you have Tommy Boy, you have some other ones. But I definitely think if you just want somebody that's never seen him at all, like give him Tommy Boy. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Don't, you know, there's tons of iconic SNL skits, but yeah. like this at least gives you the grand over scheme of who he was. Uh, and I definitely think, you know, there's a song that Adam Sandler put out like in the last two years or so called Farley. If you yeah, know. it was only his uh, Netflix special. Yeah, on his comedy special. Yeah. It's amazing. It made me cry. Uh, it's really good. It's definitely got some adult things in there, but it's, it really it hit it and he, he throws a line in there about you know wishes they were all getting on a plane to go film Grown Ups 4 or whatever Yeah, and it does make you think like what would it be like now to have him in these type of movies that they put out over the last 10 years or whatever but like Grown Ups where a lot of us yeah. get back together and do these things um, and just what he could be doing now you know that we missed out on since oh, he's yeah. not here but that's definitely a great choice definitely yeah alright and then starting off the fifth round um, Pretty Woman oh that's a good one Walking down the street. Oh did, my gosh! Did you take one? Oh yes! Sorry, the moment of the draft right yeah. here. Ashby got one of her picks taken. The Big sniper. Sorry. Huge. 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 <laughs> <laughs> What's your dream, Ashby? What's your dream? <laughs> Nobody puts baby in a corner. Wait, wrong. Rewind. Rewind. Yeah. Man. Oh. But yeah, that that that's a movie that uh, me and my mom have watched. Probably fifteen times, and and it's you know just another classic that we love. So oh my god! I, what I, am I, I, I don't remember much of Pretty movies. Woman, <laughs> but I do remember that back when back in the early early nineties when we had very few VHSs at the time. I remember we had the Little Mermaid. We had a copy um, that we recorded, I think, off HBO or something of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and we had Pretty Woman. Yeah. Those were the three that I remember, you That's know, you from the first three movies that I remember us owning. Oh yeah, I own two copies of Pretty Woman because <laughs> of the behind the scenes stuff. Oh I, nice. I have like Pretty Woman, and then I have like the twenty fifth anniversary. Or oh something. yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, the funny thing so is, I, I actually have two copies of my cousin Vinny, but <laughs> nice. only because I had a copy, and then a friend got me a copy because he didn't think I had a copy of. Oh it. nice, yeah. But he knew I liked the movie, so I have two copies. Got a backup. Mm-hmm. Always good. Yeah. Always good. There's yeah. also one in the car with um, girls. With mean girls. Mm-hmm. There's also a. I'm pretty sure a Pretty Woman episode of the movies that made us. Mm. That's I think, like I think you're correct. Super yeah. interesting. Have you seen uh, that Netflix series, the movies that made us? Yeah, I think I've watched a couple, but not it's, as many. Oh man, it's, it's really so good. Good. check it out. The, the toys that made us is really good. As yeah, well. I've mm-hmm. seen that too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Ashby, you no longer have Pretty Woman to choose from. What are one of your alternatives? Okay. Well, I'm gonna since I got one stolen, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this one out there before it gets stolen. <laughs> Twister. Okay, thank you, because I've been holding off out of respect. Thank you. Because I knew it was one of thank your you. favorites. 1996. But if, was, but if it was still there in the seventh round, I was going to take it away one from you. One of the best weather-related slash disaster movies slash romantic movies, arguably, of all time. Definitely. Okay. Me and Ashby had a lot of fun so recording good. that episode last year. I have um, seen that sh- movie no less than 
50 times. Yeah. And that's probably Don't a low number. Don't you watch it every time yeah. we have like a weather yes. event? Yes. Yeah. It's like it's like in sports when you don't wash your lucky jersey. Like anytime right. we have any kind of like severe weather warnings in the area, I watch Twister so nothing bad will happen. And right. it's worked 100% of the time. I think I go. may have watched it more than <laughs> 50 times this year. So Erica loves it. Okay. But also in the mornings when she wakes up. Also, and Sky loves it. Yeah, before she goes to bed. <laughs> Erica, still being a mother, has to like pump before she goes to bed, before she wakes up. So a lot of the times, Twister is the go-to movie to put on because she said, "I need to put on something I know all about, yes. so that when I get ready to go to sleep, my brain's not like you can just shut like, it I off." I know what's next. Yes, yeah, yes. I watch it multiple times a year, oh, yeah. and I have family from Oklahoma. So, and in fact, I used to spend my summers out in Pine Creek, Oklahoma, which is a really tiny town that is. Maybe 15, 20 minutes south of Waukita. Mm. So it's right on the Oklahoma Kansas line. And I didn't really think about it until a few years ago. And I haven't had the chance to go back and visit family there in a really long time. Like it's probably been almost 10 years um, because they now have an RV and they'll come see us mm-hmm. instead. And it's, I mean, if you don't fly, that's like a three-day drive, like if you're if you're taking it slow, mm-hmm. right? And so anyway, now I was like, well, I want to come back and visit you guys because I didn't know that Waukita has a Twister Museum because they did a ton of filming there. Oh, wow. Um, like all of the scenes at the end when the tornado has come through Meg's house and Meg's town, mm-hmm. that's Waukita. They actually like built and demolished like a main street in Waukita oh, for wow. that scene. Nice. Um, and so I, man, I love that movie. It's oh, so yeah. quotable. It's got a great cast. It's got a great soundtrack like Van Halen and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. It's so good. And I be, and my randomness that my brain works, whenever I see the scene where they're eating the steaks, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can imagine the after all the mess that they've been having to eat and just mm-hmm. pick up and whatever, those steaks... Have to be the, the best, best steaks in the yes. world. Also, like steak for breakfast. Come on. Oh yeah, oh, exactly. you can't, beat you can't that. go wrong. Yeah. Steak and yeah. eggs yeah. for breakfast mm-hmm. can't beat it. Also, yeah. one of my favorite lines in the movie where they're like, "Hey Meg, where'd you get all this beef?" And she goes, "You see my cows out front?" And they all go, <laughs> no. "No." And she goes, "Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was great." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh me. All right. Well, Kyle, we're up to you. I accidentally skipped this one. Oh. Um, oh no. So I'm going back to it, and then we're gonna get a little more serious as we go on. Uh, 1994, Dumb and Dumber. It's not, you know, some people like it, some people hate it. But for me as a kid, especially during that time period of growing up, uh, Jim Carrey with the other movies that came out around that time period was just an iconic thing for us. Especially I remember going to school and talking about Jim Carrey and Jim Carrey movies. Uh, and so whenever this came out, again, I don't think I saw it as a child immediately when it came out. I saw it later. But for me... Jumping from cartoons, <laughs> everything else, to comedy movies, this is one of the big ones from that time span. So it's definitely, again, some people don't like it. Some people love it, and I think you either have that relationship with it. Uh, but for me as a child, it was hilarious. I loved just the comedy that they had, too, between each other. There's the dog van thing. There's also this, you know, the moped scene mm-hmm. where he's like, I think I peed, and they're like stuck to each other. Like, There's so much <laughs> to it. And then even the iconic what's, suits at the end. What's oh, that yeah. woman's name? Swan? Swan? Swanee? Oh, Samsonite. Samsonite. We were way off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I remember that. Like, 
those two suits that they wear, the bright orange and the bright or the blue, they're still popular. Like, still some people will still that wear that. I think we had, had games. Yes. Yeah, we, had, we people. had people wear it to prom. So Ashley Moore mm-hmm. and Garrett Stansel, Garrett Stansel yeah. wore those outfits to prom. That's Iconic. Awesome. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. <laughs> Pretty bird. Oh, poor kid. Pretty bird. <laughs> Good pick, buddy. Good pick. Yeah. Good pick. Um, well, we're up for two, and I feel really bad because I feel like I'm – I don't know if I'm taking from Kyle's list, but I know um, – I feel like I'm going to maybe be taking from your list. I don't know. I don't know. We're getting um, serious now. My first pick is Mrs. Doubtfire. Nope. Um, Robin Williams. We did an episode on it last year. Um one of the first Robin Williams movies that I actually like really remember. Like I knew he mm-hmm. was, I didn't realize yeah. he was in Aladdin until like years, right. years later, but I remember him being so like that iconic, Hey Figaro, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey Figaro. Like he's doing all the voices and he's just so, you know, iconic. And then he does the transformation into Mrs. Doubtfire. Drive-by um, fruiting. Yeah, yeah. It was a drive-by fruiting. <laughs> um, I feel like that was just one of his great roles. And that was surprisingly a very serious movie. Um, like oh, when yeah. we talked about it last year. Yeah, it was. Uh, adult themes, um, just, you know, as a kid, you don't know because you're, you're, right. you're um, just fascinated by the funny man. Right. Mm-hmm. His um, humor, like, balances out balances some of the more really serious. Really well. Mm-hmm. Do I see my impression of a hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> I do voices. <laughs> it definitely um, deserves to be in the top five. Yes. Um, his, uh, his little improv thing with the dinosaurs. I eat wood. Mm. It tastes good. <laughs> no meat. Dun, dun. Big feet. <laughs> um, so Mrs. Doubtfire. And then we're going to go to another Robin Williams special. We're going to go to uh, Jumanji. Didn't pick it. Um, Good job. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Look what you got sharing is carrying mm-hmm. Robin right. Williams right. movies. I got this. Um, Jumanji's a favorite of mine. Um, and the franchise is still continuing to carry on without him. But the first one is just so good, so iconic. Um, the I the as a kid getting sucked into a board game and then bringing the board game back with you when you come back a little scary honestly mm-hmm. yeah. but um, the CGI didn't really hold up great you know by our standards now but for the time it was mm-hmm. really fun to watch um, and they actually have Jumanji board games out now like for sale at Walmart for like twenty bucks I mean I've, I've yet to buy one I've yet to buy one but every in. time I walk by it I like. I want to buy it, and I will eventually add it to our I mean, collection. Look, honestly, it's like a Ouija board. Do I believe in it? No, but why invite evil? Why invite? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. the first time you hear drums, it's like, nope, it's going out. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta go. But then it's gonna show back up. Right, exactly. So that's my my double whammy there of not affecting Kyle. I feel better about it now. Good, good. But Mrs. Doubtfire and Jumanji. It worked out. I think only two people have really been like. My my pick, uh, Shawshank Redemption, was stolen and in Pretty Woman. Mm-hmm. But I thought we've done pretty good sharing wow. these picks. Let's yeah. see how in the sniper. Um, we're into round number six, I believe. So we're at the back end of the draft. Um, mm-hmm. I have three picks left, and the rest of y'all have four left. Um, so let's see how well we do on the back end. Well, you did a great job there by putting two Robin Williams movies together because mine is now my Robin Williams movie. And I went with one that I didn't watch until I was older. You just pointed at me. Which one do you think it is? I think it's um, Good Will Hunting. It's not. It's Patch Adams. Oh, okay. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Uh, I thought I looked through that giant list of Rob Williams movies that I thought about putting together for just my entire list. And for everybody that knows me knows that he was my favorite actor of all time, everything else. But something I really loved about Rob Williams was both his uniqueness of being hilarious, but then also the seriousness he could bring to the roles at the same time, where it wasn't, he's only just funny and then struggles to do this. It was very much, he could do everything. 
Um, and Patch Adams for me, especially as an adult, because I looked at Mrs. Doubtfire and I was like, well, we've talked a little bit more about that one and it is funny and it deserves to be there. Jumanji, same way. I was like, but if me as an adult is looking and wants you to watch this now, Patch Adams is the one that like, it's funny and it's hilarious. And as a kid, you could watch it and still be like, oh, ha, ha, he's so funny. But there's so much happening. He literally wants to kill himself in the beginning. And he ends up figuring out the doctors are just don't give a crap about like the patients and, you know, by being treated such by the doctors. So he decides to become a doctor to treat patients differently. Uh, And so if you've never seen this one, I don't feel like it gets hit as big as such as, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji and the the list of other ones that are in the 90s. It's definitely one I recommend. It's, you know, it'll definitely have you crying and also laughing everything else. But it's just one of my favorites. So surprised you didn't go with Flubber because that that, that that also does the same thing. Flubber, <laughs> same way. <laughs> yep. One hundred percent. He misses his wedding. It's pretty sad. It had Shooter so. McGavin as the villain. So that's true. Right. Yeah. I mean. And I've already had Shooter on the list once. So. Shooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, Ashley, you're up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In our Google Doc, I under Ashby, like she's up, and I type, if you see this, give me a thumbs up, LOL. <laughs> Erica has figured out that I'm also in the Google Doc. Just I saw this little pit, like purple thing, up. and I'm like, what is this? I can't get it away. I'm like, oh, it's Ashby. It's me. It's me. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so if no one takes my next, like, the my pick after this, then these two are going to kind of be like one of my, like, they're like double headers because they're very, very similar. I had I had watched them as kids and enjoyed them, but then they hit because they were so popular. They hit syndication, mm-hmm. and you sort of watch them over and over and over and over and over. And so they're just those movies that you is just like a part of you. Rewatchable movie, Any, right? Like even moving into your adulthood, anytime like you see it playing, you're like, well, I'm gonna have to sit down and watch this now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing for it, you know? Especially back when a lot of us had cable more often, and you had those, like, Saturday, Sundays, like, evenings where TNT and TBS would just, like, syndicate movies, and it would be, like, back-to-back-to-back movies. Mm-hmm. Um, these two were ones that, like, are very, very important to my family, too, just because they were things we could watch together, because my family loves action movies. Um, the one I'm going to start with, I remember we went to Disney World, and I was probably nine, eight, ten, something like that, and this movie had already come out in theaters, and of course I hadn't seen it in theaters because I was too young, but one, we were at Disney for a week, and one day it rained. It just rained nonstop, and we decided we're not going to leave the hotel room, basically, so we got to figure out what we're going to do. And, of course, my parents were like, let's turn on the TV so that you guys don't drive us crazy. And this movie, for whatever reason, was playing maybe because it was Thanksgiving. Anyway, it basically played on a loop Mm -hmm. on this channel the entire day for like 24 hours and it would go off and we watch it again. Color me intrigued. I'm trying to figure out which movie this is. And I'm yeah, it's okay. especially you throw it at Thanksgiving and I'm like, oh wait. I it thought is, I had it figured out. It, mm-hmm. it is 1996's Independence Day. That's what I thought it was. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Throw us off at Thanksgiving. Great one-liners. <laughs> yeah. Alien movie. Sort of that like Welcome action. Mm-hmm. Yes, but Will also like into the world, <laughs> like it's it's got everything. Mm-hmm. It's got Will Smith. It's got uh um oh oh no oh no what's it? we were just talking about him with Jurassic Park. No no um oh um Spielberg. No. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff it's got Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. It's got uh, Bill Pullman, who gives like again one of the the best, best fictional mm-hmm. presidential speeches of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, it 
a callback to uh, Teen Wolf, one of my favorite TV TV shows, where there's a scene where one of the moms is looking for her kid, so she comes into the locker room and she interrupts the coach giving the pre-game, like pre-lacrosse game speech, and uh, she goes, "Does he realize that he's just giving the speech from Independence Day?" And <laughs> Styles is like, "He doesn't care." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's my that's, that's my pick. That's a fantastic pick, mm-hmm. and I, I want um, Chad. Are you on Twitter by chance? I am, but I really don't participate. Okay. Same. I'm um, saying okay. We so exist. This is yeah. more yeah. for Ashby. I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, but um, there is a Twitter account called Yes ID4 in real time. Yes at 1996 ID4, where they tweet every year or right before Independence Day. Right. Uh, this movie uh, in the, real time. The events in real time as if yes. it was actually. I think happening. I follow it now because you told me about really it. Really fantastic. Yes. Same. I also, growing up, like Tim Hutchison, have a list of movies that everybody else saw but I didn't see. And Independence Day was on that list. I finally saw it within the last five years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Armageddon was also on that list. Sorry yep. for everyone that for somebody else. Oh, hope that's not on anyone's list. I, I love the soundtrack. <laughs> I don't want to miss a thing for sure. But. Exactly. Don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. All right, good stuff, Ashby. Uh, Kyle. I was no, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's Chad yeah. now. We're back to Chad. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. we're up to you, mate. You got two in a row. All right. Uh, with the first pick, I'll be- go with Sleepless in Seattle. Okay. Nice. Look at you with the rom-coms. Mm-hmm. I have to. It's like I me mean, and my mom, man, we watched rom-coms. And, and you know, with, when you got the two of them starring in virtually everything in the 90s, and, you know, I've, I've, I've got to go with them. So, yeah. It's, uh, you know, Meg Ryan and, and Tom Hanks. And we, of course, love You Got Mail, too. But Sleepless in Seattle was a, was a great movie. and uh, It's on my list I've never seen. Yeah. I've gotten to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen Sleepless in Seattle, but I, I may get it confused with You Got Mail. I'm not sure. I, I know I've seen both of them. They're like very that. similar. I mean, you know. I mean, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. Right. Before, from Friends, they, they get mail and stuff. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sleepless in Seattle. Good stuff. Yep. So, yeah. So. I, I've got to do that one, at least. And okay. then... Um, I'm kind of torn with the next pick of what I want to pick. Um, but I'm going to just go ahead and do Toy Story. Nice. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> it, does, it does hurt. I was saving it towards the back because I knew Ashley wasn't going to pick it because she's never seen it. And Kyle wasn't picking animated movies. So I was like, well, I can wait a little bit on some Look, of these that's animated. that's not true. I've seen Toy Story. I just haven't have, seen any of the other ones. Have you, though? But, I mean, have I haven't seen really? it in, like, right. 15 years. Yeah. Probably more, actually. 20 years. Well, we How also we also did an episode on Toy Story, our very first episode of the podcast. Don't go back and re-listen to that. <laughs> Save gonna, yourself. Save yourself in the 40 minutes that you have. I was uh-huh. going to say, because you said, you know, you've seen it. I was going to say, well, did you cry? But that wouldn't matter. That's Toy Story 3. Yeah. Not yeah, that's what I was about and to say, 4. Yeah, yeah. yeah 4. We, we saw 4 together. I think oh, yeah. I there yeah. was tears there. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, Toy Story, good pick. Uh, oh, yeah. Ahead sure. of its time. Certainly. Um, it yeah. definitely set a standard. Um, it finished um, in the final four of our best Disney Pixar movie of all time. It might have been finished in the finals. I know Aladdin ended up winning that. It was a fraud, by the way. Lion King should have won. Mm-hmm. Um, but Was I there learned- a uh, mysterious um, um, con- game controller cheat on that? Um, Since you're calling fraud? Just we um <laughs> with your wrestling Hunter, controller, yes. yeah. Hunter <laughs> Batten put together the bracket. He put Aladdin and Lion King in the same region. Oh yeah. And we 
could not bring it to ourselves to pick between Lion King and Aladdin. Well, I could. I don't know if Kyle couldn't. I don't know. No. But so we allowed we, we allowed Chris Rode. Well, we each chose. You chose Lion King. I chose Aladdin. Yes, that's and we true. Chris like, Rode should have won. This is before no. <laughs> Ashby was a part of the team. Yeah. Um. This actually is one of the uh, things that Ashby got her into the team. Yeah. And Chris Rode chose Aladdin. This is a travesty. I must mm-hmm. join this. Yeah. 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 I was but like, then, Brave should have gotten better. If, if there had been a woman there, <laughs> yeah. Brave would have done better. Mm-hmm. Brave is a great movie too. It is. It, is. it is, but we would we wouldn't have put Brave. anyway. I was, <laughs> <laughs> um, but from there, Aladdin, and we felt I guess obligated to move Aladdin. I mean, it won over Beauty and the Beast in the final four too. So yeah, I watched Aladdin again last weekend uh, with Scott, and I thought about that. I was like, did I make the right choice? Because uh, she loves Lion King too. Like, so I've watched. Gotta Lion go King back and redo it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, the, I chose the, I chose Aladdin again. Oh. I watched it and I got I thought more in depth about it. I was like watching these two multiple times now. There's a lot more story and depth in Aladdin than there is in Lion King. Lion King's very like it, don't get me wrong. I love Lion King. It's right up there with it. But Lion King still has amazing soundtrack that definitely beats out Aladdin. Maybe it's close. But then Aladdin, I think just there's a lot more on the back end of Aladdin that we don't think about so much of Aladdin. That really brings in a whole lot more sometimes than like I don't know. They're both great. That's like, fair. Yeah, it's like I still you know, stand by like my choice. Talking about what your favorite cheeseburger is, they're all good, right? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah. Um, Toy Story, fantastic pick. Um, talk about good soundtracks. I forget which movie I was in, and I saw the trailer, and I won't go in depth because we talked about that one episode nobody should listen to. But I was in some movie with my family, my mom or some two some movies, and I remember the trailer for Toy Story came out. Mm-hmm. I'd never had seen anything on television about it. I saw it in the movies for the first time. That's typically how it existed back then. You didn't have YouTube and everything else. But I remember being blown away. I was like, because I was right there. Where I played with toys all the time. I love toys. I was like, it's <clears throat> literally a movie about toys. They look like toys. They oh, look yeah. real. Like, And I remember picking out toys and be like, that's real. That's real. Yeah. That's like all these things that really existed in our world that weren't just made up things that characters in a show. And I just could not wait for that to happen. I remember going to school and like calling my cousin and like telling them about this trailer, yeah. being really pumped for it. I mean, and I've loved it ever since. Like, it oh, definitely yeah. deserves first for animation and everything else, but it just kind of changed the game and what we see with animated movies today oh, because yeah. of what happened there. And in terms of a movie, um, it still holds up on rewatch, yeah. in my opinion. Um, and it, it's not super long either. It's a, I think that we did talk about this on the episode you shouldn't go watch or listen to, but I think it's only like. What ninety minutes, maybe? Probably. I mean, it's yeah. it's not very long at all, so it's a it's an easy watch. Yeah. So definitely good pick. Thank you, Ashby. We're up to you. Uh, seventh pick for you in the uh, in the seventh round here. And good it? news, my movie hasn't been stolen. So right up there on par with Independence Day, nineteen ninety four, Speed. Uh, good call. Good call. Excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Amazing. Phenomenal together. Great cast of characters. Great villain. Yeah. Really good. Like, it was that kind of action movie where normally I would think of an action movie as something where you're building, like you're building, building, building to this like one huge climax. And Speed was, it had like three different climaxes. Like it had three different turns. It opened with like this intense elevator scene. And, and you're like, wait, wait a second. Like, is it about elevators? Is it about bombs? Mm-hmm. Is, now we're on a bus? Like, very confused. But it, it really, like, kept you in the plot line 
Um, otherwise, it, you know, um, I feel like when it came out, um, as far as like like trailers and stuff, you're like, okay, so they're on a bus the whole time, right? And then you watch it and you're like, actually, no, it's got a lot going on. Um, anyway, and also the guy from Dumb and Dumber, he gets to play like a more serious That's character yeah. and... Um, it's got the guy from Ferris Bueller in it. Like, it's a really interesting cast of characters. So, really good movie. Right. Really good movie. It is a good movie. Good and choice. It, it just came, well, not just came out, but my wife sent me a um, some kind of talk show video where they, uh, unbeknownst to each other, had crushes on each other. Yes. Wow. So, I was yes. like, wow. Filming that, that what, movie. What yeah. a power couple that would have been. Right? Oh, man. Yeah. We were robbed. What yeah. if? Oh, yeah. We were robbed. What if, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Kyle, you're up. I'm up. My list takes a very dark turn here. Uh, it just squeezes in in 1999. I didn't see it, I know, until high school. My mom would have never let me see this in theaters. Uh, I had a friend, Will Howard, still do, but he, I think it was sometime in high school where he pulled me in with him where he started watching movies that were serious and that had a lot more depth to them that you kind of had to think about. And he didn't have to sit and explain it to me, but I remember us both watching at his house just in dead silence. Like, no, so we didn't have cell phones the way you do now. You weren't distracted, but we didn't talk. We didn't everything's watched the whole thing. I'm really not even supposed to talk about this, but uh, Fight Club <laughs> is on my list. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Did I steal one? You broke the rule. No, uh, you didn't steal no, it, but you broke it. Dude. There's two things you don't talk about, Fight Club and or Bruno. Bruno. <laughs> yeah, and I just did. Uh, That's for, awesome. It was, again, I grew up in a house you didn't watch rated R movies. We didn't watch scary movies. I was I watched cartoons, watched comedies, and then still watched cartoons. Uh, and then, like, rom-coms and things. So I didn't ever get to where I would get to see things like this. I had an older sister who was around other people that I would see. I remember the soap for a, that's on the poster. It says Fight Club. I remember that forever. But I had no clue what it was. Nothing like that. I remember sitting uh, with Will Howard and watching it at his house. And just the ending of that movie blew me away. Where he had to almost kind of explain it to me. Because I was like, did I really... Is what I think happened really is what happened. And he had, you know... Right. And then you go back and watch it. And there's so much things happening in that movie. Uh, and so it's definitely not family friendly. It's very violent. Uh, along with other things. And I will say... I feel safe in saying this all these years later. I feel like it hit around a with people my age, or at least in the friend group that I had to watch this, where they started their own fight club. They did not talk about it. I, and I never was involved in it, but I knew that it happened, you know, <laughs> through other people the same way the fight club happened in the real movie through other people. Um, I don't think it went on continuously. I think it kind of did it to let some aggression out, see what happened and then moved on. But uh, it's definitely one of, you know, I, I think it's iconic that needs to be included. If you're going to have a 90s list, it needs to be in there. Um, Brad Pitt was in that. It was. Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, good Good movie. Good choice. Uh, we, we really should not talk about that movie ever again, though, because it's one of the first rules. Yeah. So. Well. <laughs> it would have been a club if nobody talked about it. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> well, speaking of Ed Norton, we're going to go. Hulk. No, no, uh, that, uh, 08, not, not 98. <laughs> we are going to 98. Okay. We're going to 1998. Um, this is a movie that stars Ed Norton with Matt Damon called Rounders. Mm. Oh, nice. Um, oh, about card counting. Yeah, well, no, not card counting. Um, poker playing, basically. Okay. Don't count um, the cards. You just play. No, card counting was uh, 21. 21 uh, yes. The novel bringing them the house, the movie yes. 21. Yes, with yes. the guy that um, was in Across the Universe. Yes. Um, 
No, Rounders is about uh, Texas Hold'em uh, poker. Okay. Um, good little drama. Um, just from a family that plays. I was about to say, um, did your grandma like introduce you to this movie? No, no, I don't think she knows this movie exists. No. But it, but I related to it because I've grown up playing uh, Texas Hold'em and poker my whole life. Um, so just really enjoyable movie. If you've never seen it, I recommend you go watch it. It's a good little two hours. You might not ever watch it again. I enjoy watching it every now and then. Um, but it's a good 90s movie to go with. So rounders for my seventh round pick. And then for my eighth round pick, I'm really torn. Um, because I have two picks left. Um, this pick and then my, the very last pick of the draft. And I've got like 20. Don't hold back. i got like 20 movies here. Um, and I know not all of them are going to get picked, obviously. So I can't wait to go through the list at the end and say, well, here's what we didn't pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to have to go with The Lion King. Um, I, I feel like if I didn't pick a Disney movie, um, then my list would be invalid. Just Putting it out there for so my saying, list. Ask, no, no, ask, no, 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 no. I'm not saying it for y'all. I'm saying it for not me. It, it's important for me to put my favorite Disney movie of all it time on this list. I had a Disney movie as a backup just in case. Mm. So, The Lion mm. King. Um, my, we did our deep thoughts on this, um, thank, think of like our fourth or fifth episode ever. I think it was one of our first good podcast episodes. Um, but it's still a movie that I really love. Um, partly now as an adult because I've seen. Um, you know, the iconic sunrise over the African uh, plain, I've seen that in person. And it's still something that I love um, more than anything is just seeing that sunrise. Um, something that I can remember uh, for my personal experience. So uh, The Lion King, as a kid, loved it because of the, you know, the animals and Whoopi Goldberg as a hyena and uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas as Kid Simba and all the good stuff. Uh, Darth Vader as Mufasa, all you know, whatever. Um, but as an adult, uh, all those things plus more because of life experience. So, um, Kyle, are any, any thoughts on the Lion King? Anyone? I think it deserves. No, I to be totally there. agree. Yeah. Cool. All right, Kyle. I'm continuing down my dark hole. Oh, uh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Wait, you picked Donnie Darko? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I'm pretty positive. Will Howard introduced me to this one as well. It came out in '94. I remember seeing my first inclination that this movie existed with uh, my sister when she was in college. Two or three of her her friends from college or high school all went together to college. Like she roommated with her best friend from high school and then her boyfriend and his friend lived in another dorm room. And I went to visit them and they had bunk beds as you do in college. And the guy that's up on the bottom bunk had this poster that took up nearly the whole wall where he slept. And I was like, why are those two guys aiming a gun at, like, is where he would sleep his head's, like, at the pillow? And I was like, why is the guy from, uh, hold on, what am I thinking about? Um, I can't think of the name. Uh, either way, why is John Travolta pointing, uh, and is that Samuel L. Jackson? Like, that's that funny guy. Why I'm are, surprised it's lasted this long. Honestly. Why are they pointing yeah. a gun at his mm-hmm. head? And it was iconic. And then Will Howard finally had it at his house one day, and we watched it. But Pulp Fiction, uh, it's definitely... Chad said it earlier, and this is exactly what I have, where I was really excited about Pulp Fiction. I loved it because it was weird, and it definitely... It's one of the only movies that I remember that you had to kind of really think through because as it's happening, there's multiple timelines happening, and they're not. it's not in order. There's a lot of jumping around. Right. Here's here, here's this. And it's all like... If you're not paying attention, it feels like there's multiple movies happening in one mm-hmm. until they all start to come together. 
And I remember being really excited about that movie to share that with other friends. Because um, I remember we on Friday nights, like in the last 15 years, we would get together at a friend's house and like watch a movie and get Little Caesars and stuff. And they were like, what movie do you want to watch? And I was like, I've got the movie. You need to see this movie. <laughs> and I've seen it so many times with people that loved it because they were watching it with me. That the There's so many quotable and iconic lines from this movie that you would just quote with each other. You loved and I was just kept waiting for these lines to pop up. They'd be like, you're going to love this. Yeah. And you could tell like halfway through they were just done. Like, yeah, never got into it. And it was nothing against them. It's the same like you said earlier. Like, if you don't care about it, you don't care about it. It's fine. Um, but I remember just being like, ah, like, it's just not hitting like I want it to hit for you. Yeah. Uh, but it's a movie for Quentin Tarantino for what he put out. There's so many other ones that could have been included in this list, too. It's definitely a very adult movie. Uh, definitely not family friendly. But yeah. for me, just the way the style it was done versus all the movies I grew up watching, how they had their own like kind of glossy style to things and then how rough this kind of seemed and just... Again, the editing process, how things are put together, it is something you have to focus and pay attention to so that as it's happening, you finally can get the callbacks later and see where all these puzzle pieces fit. Uh, but for if we're talking about 90s again, I think Pulp Fiction definitely has to be on your list. So oh, Pulp Fiction was the other movie in 94 with <coughs> Forrest Gump I was wondering and if you were Shawshank. Um, as the, they were the big three for Best Picture for the Oscars. Um I'm really surprised it's lasted this long. I'm glad it got picked. Um, a fantastic choice. Um, definitely not everybody's cup of no, tea. for sure. But it's definitely a really great movie, and I'm like I said, I'm really glad you picked it. It did take a couple of times for me to watch it to finally appreciate yeah. it for what it was, you know. And again, I think, like I said, my friend that I think had already seen it and then wanted me to see it with him, especially that time period we were going through when I watched it in high school where it was very much... We're watching all these movies. Like, watch this on like Clockwork Orange and all these other things. Like Columbine was another movie that was like more of an independent movie and stuff. But like these movies that made you think and yeah. how they were made where it jumped around. And we went through this phase where we thought we were like some old souls or something sitting there watching, discovering these things. So in that environment, it just hits you different than oh, if right. I would have seen it live in a theater or something. Yeah. But All right. Ashby, you have uh, your eighth pick. Okay. So, uh, this is a movie that I uh, is, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just end up liking the things your parents like mm-hmm. because they're your parents yeah. and they force you to be exposed to certain things. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you think, absolutely not. And then sometimes, you know, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain and <laughs> you end up actually really nice. loving the things that your parents Is love. Is Ashby Eric Eckhart? <laughs> yeah, and you're like, wait a second, I love that movie too. Um, so I think that just through forced exposure of my dad watching this movie every single time it was on TV. Is it uh, good, fellas? Because that's what my dad did. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Okay>. no. <laughs> no. Although, great movie. Yes. Great movie. Um, that could have been one of my alternatives, but no, this is a few good men. Oh, oh nice, nice. nice. Well, Tom I Cruise. Can handle the truth there, but I gave a little, I gave a little teaser at the end of last week's episode about one of my picks, and it was you can't handle the truth. Mm, and that's this true. movie is yeah. excellent. Nice. Um, it, you know, in, like drama, courtroom drama, military drama. Um, a kind of who's who cast of characters oh, yeah. mm-hmm. of people that were famous at the time, but also people who kind of ended up becoming famous. Is this um, the first 
Tom Cruise appearance on this list? I think so. As, as someone who I was, so, yeah. I, I feel like we associate Tom Cruise with '90s action, mm-hmm. or you, I don't know. Yeah, this so wow. this movie came out December 9th of 1992, and I think one of the reasons my dad loves it so much, um, other than the fact that it's a great movie with a great cast um, and a great plot, is that. My brother was born January 16th, 1993, Mm. and this was the last movie, like, theater experience on a date that my parents had before my brother was born, so before they were, like, parents of a five-year-old and a newborn. Mm -hmm. Um, So probably the last movie they saw in theaters for a long time. Yeah, (laughs) I bet. But, uh, yeah, they went and saw A Few Good Men, and it was probably around Christmas time. Uh, and it just, it's again in syndication. It's one of those movies where you're flipping the channel, and no matter where it is, and no matter what you're doing, you're like, Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to watch this to the end. Um, definitely some adult level drama and humor in it, uh, and adult language and adult themes, as they say, but just man, so good. It's like, oh, yeah. Tom Cruise is great in it, right? But like Jack Nicholson gives a great performance. Demi Moore does her like patented Demi Moore, like tears in the eyes kind of thing. And, but she also is, I mean, she plays like a really fierce character. Um, and then also Kiefer Sutherland, Kevin Bacon, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. I mean, this had Kevin Pollack. This had like an all-star cast yeah. in it. Yeah. And it was really, really good. And it's got a lot of really quotable scenes. And I, I just think it's it's also a really good movie because... It was probably the first time that I remember watching a movie thinking that it was going to get wrapped up in a neat little bow and like the good guys were going to win and the bad guys were going to lose and like everything was going to work out because that's how movies work uh, and that's not how the real world works. And so it it was really interesting and kind of shocking to me at the end that it had this weird feeling to it where it's like, Jack Nicholson's character, who's arguably the villain, loses, like, in quotes. And Tom Cruise, who's the hero, wins the case, in quotes, right? But the guys who are on trial still kind of lose. Still lose, yeah. You know? And it's really heartbreaking to watch. Like, you've watched this whole drama unfold. And then at the end, they aren't criminally charged, but they get a dishonorable discharge, which is a big deal. Mm. And one of the guys, one of the plaintiffs is like, I don't understand. Like, we didn't do anything wrong. Like, you heard him. Like, we didn't do anything wrong. Like, we were just doing what we were told. And it's a really interesting take on consequences, really. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great movie. We're 30, great we're 30 movies into this, and we're still finding top-notch Right. That, I mean, yeah. Wow. Fantastic pick. All right, Chad, you're up for your last two picks. I know it's tough, isn't it? <laughs> it is tough. It, it is, is tough, tough when you're like, okay, I, you know, I got to narrow this down. This is this is where I feel like they have peace of mind because it's like they only had like ten thing, you yeah. know, ten picks on their list. I've got nine, like, and I'm good so far. Yeah, yeah. right. Left. Yeah, and then you know, then we talk about, hey, we we've gone this far and finally introduced Tom Cruise, and and that's that's another. We we literally went from. Pulp Fiction, Best Picture 90, nominee in 94 to a Tom Cruise, you know, mm-hmm. vehicle in 92, just an all-time movie. Oh, yeah. I mean. So so I'm kind of wanting to pick this one because of what 
what this was the original franchise, mm-hmm. and 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 so from I'm kind of picking this one because it's an homage to the rest of the movies, yes. Star Wars that they made. <laughs> Mission Impossible. Yeah, I was gonna say that's impossible. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, the, the first one was so great, and it, and it had a you know a, the the storyline and and everything was great, but but to me, I've, I've almost loved the other ones. The, the ones that have succeeded it uh, much more than the original, but still, you know, I, I just think it's a, I'd love the whole franchise. What's that connection that you make with something? So yeah. Like, if it wasn't for that first one, right. you may not go see the second one right. that you may love or more than it the other. It spark, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's another franchise that I'll watch. No matter how many movies he wants to make, I'll, I'll continue to watch, watch it. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, no matter how bad they get, too. Right. I mean, like Fast and Furious is one of those for me. Like no matter how oh, exactly how outrageous they get, right. I'm going to go watch it. Maybe opening weekend or maybe a couple mm-hmm. weeks after it comes out. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did it last year. We'll I mean, be there when it happens. We'll be there. I'm not necessarily going to be like my favorite movie. I'm right. Like, I wish you would have gone back to this, but it's okay. I still have love because we're family. And, oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. enjoy space, me familia. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I'll never forget because I think it was probably middle school. Maybe it was high school, but I think it was middle school for us, or at least for me. I don't remember which Mission Impossible it was, but it came out and the soundtrack was amazing. Like they put out the soundtrack and it had Limp Biscuit playing um, part of like because they took popular artists. I feel like it was Mission Impossible too. I yeah. think it was too. Yeah. And because uh, Metallica did one too, and I want to say, I think it was Metallica. Maybe it was Limp Bizkit. One or the other, but they did. I think maybe it was Limp Bizkit, but they did the theme for Mission Impossible, and they turned it into a song and everything oh, yeah. else. Yeah, but um, it was just great. Like, and they had other songs and stuff mixed in on the album. But I remember being a kid that was, you know, a teenager getting into music, and then all of a sudden now they're putting that into albums you or movies that are coming out now, versus how you know movies now you'll hear Led Zeppelin or ACDC or whatever, you know, that are classics that kind of throw in there to add yeah. it in. Instead, this time we're taking and making an, our own original music for this movie in particular right? that relates to it. So it made me want to go see the movie just because of the music that came out with it. So. Oh, yeah. And now we start our final round. It's the final round down. Nice. Um, this is pick number 33 overall and Chad's last pick. Um, I know early on we wanted to not include holiday movies no you can um that's just their stupid rules I yeah mean, that's you could agree but then you, we would all be wrong so see, <laughs> you know with and that's the problem with eric and and my lists with is that we have so many on here and it's kind of like i've got probably 20 left and i'm trying to pick the one the best one or my favorite one of those 20 but I, I have to go with Home Alone. It's great. Pick. I think if we didn't, it had to be on the list. Yeah. yeah. And it's so obvious, like, for me, like, again, I think that my mind goes Home Alone, uh, Home Alone 2, uh, and it just keeps going. Oh, and yeah. I was, for me, it was really tough, so I had to make cuts out of it. Sorry, I jumped all out of it, but yeah. Home Alone 100% deserves oh, yeah. 100%. We have to, yeah. So because it's, it's, it's one that we watch every Christmas. I mean, it, it, there's it's a staple mm-hmm. in the house, and, and, you know, even, like, when we jokingly say Christmas in July and we'll fire up some movies, you know, Christmas mm-hmm. movies, you have to watch that movie. Well, for when, sure. you, when you talk about rewatchability in movies, we, <coughs> we 
you know, Home Alone is one of those movies. You know, when we talk about, I'd watch this movie over and over. Mm-hmm. Home Alone and Home Alone Two mm-hmm. for some people, or like the Santa Claus for some people. Those are movies that people watch every single year without right. fail. Right. I mean, there's so, a certain select list mm-hmm. of ones you feel like when the holiday season comes, you have to watch, mm-hmm. or it's not even going to be. For you, sure, you can't mm-hmm. even count it as a holiday season, mm-hmm. right? Um, because it's like with me. Uh, we're now doing Toy Story that Time Forgot. We're doing you know several different other movies mm-hmm. that you just have to watch, or just yeah. at least specials or whatever. But yeah. Home Alone is, is certainly always on the list. Deserves to be on the list. <coughs> I'm glad it got selected, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. All right, Ashby. Okay. You are up while you're adjusting your bookcase. I know, just, I'm like, those are out of line. I have to, <laughs> I have to fix the bookcase. It's like, now's the time to do that. Yeah, right now. It has to be right now. <laughs> well, when you get older, you have to do it because you'll forget. You'll forget, you'll forget yeah. about it five seconds yeah. later, yes. Who said so, that? <laughs> what was I doing? Why did I come in this room? What was I about to do? Yeah. Um, okay, so... I have. I, we're going to get to do honorable mentions, right? Oh, okay. absolutely. Okay. Yes. Because I struggle. I did struggle a little bit with what was going to be my backups in case things got stolen, and what like absolutely had to be in my picks. And then I also got to the end. Like I had eight movies, like solid. This is going to be it. I've already subbed in one because uh, <laughs> Chad stole Pretty Woman. <laughs> but I kind of got to the end, and I was like, okay, what is. I've done this list for me, right? Mm -hmm. But what is a movie that maybe isn't my favorite? Maybe I don't watch it all the time. Maybe, like, I wasn't the right age to truly appreciate it. But, like, you cannot talk about the 90s without talking about this movie. So my last pick, 1997, James Cameron's Titanic. Oh, yeah. I was wondering if it was going to go. You have to. You have to. Okay, excellent soundtrack. Great movie. We, of course, we had to own it because my mother loved it. And the first time I'd ever seen a movie have to come out in two VHSs, you had to change it halfway through. Well, even in theater, they had the pause, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, you had an intermission. In a movie. Unheard of. Yeah. This wasn't some live play. Right. This is literally your movie theater. Yes. So good. I believe I got it on Columbia House. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, yeah. Yes. That's Mm -hmm. how old I am. Also, it feels right that I have two Bill Paxton picks. It just feels right. You know what I'm saying? I feel good about that. (laughs) I feel real good about it. Oh, man. Even as, like, you know, we talked about it with the boy bands and girl groups. Boys weren't really supposed to care about Titanic. It came out at the same time when you've got, you know, right. boy bands. That's for girls. Yeah. No, we went and watched it. I remember my cousin Lewis and I watching this with probably my cousins and, like, moms. But I remember being so in-depth into this movie, like, what's happening? Why are they doing this? Like, you know, and then him dying, Jack dying, like literally. Yeah. There was on, room on that door. There, there was 100 percent room oh, on yeah. that door. Yeah. Uh, I was watching a random interview, but again, picking up these lists. I think it's an old interview, uh, and it was with Leonardo DiCaprio, and they were like, "Hey, you know, did you enjoy filming Titanic?" And blah blah. But it got to the question of like, while you were filming, did you ever think to be like? We could probably both fit on that door, and he just kind of smiled, and he was just like, you know, no comment. Yeah. Like, no, did you even think maybe like to tell the director where they're like doing this? You're like, well, man, this is this is cool and all, but like, I think I could actually fit on that door right. and be fine. Right. Like, we we can make it. Yeah. And he just again nodded, just yeah. like, yeah, no comment. We're yeah. not gonna do that. But, Look, she can't go on to be 
the best version of herself unless he dies. Sure. Right? It's true. Never let right. go, Jack, except I just let go, Jack. Right. Yeah. So, right. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't want you to let go, but bye-bye. My yeah. hand's cold in the water. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hate that for you. Well, <laughs> yeah. Our draft will go on. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Similar to their mm-hmm. her heart. Thank you, Celine Dion. Uh, Kyle, your last pick. It is. Your uh, nine for nine? Nine for nine. Wow. Nobody chose it. So wow, wow. This is okay. a movie. Even Ashby got sniped, right? I mean, and yeah. I again had nine movies chosen. So <laughs> this is a movie. I, I want to live as dangerously as Kyle. I know, right? Impressive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a movie I didn't watch in the nineties. I've watched it for the first time since I've been married. Uh, I know Eric hasn't seen it. I don't know if Ashby's seen it. Chad, you probably say I don't know if you have or not. But we'll all get together and watch it together because I think. For me, I don't think I'll have the Pulp Fiction reaction for this movie. Instead, I think we'd come out of it on like the better side of it versus yeah. halfway through you are like, what's Twitter doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll have to light up uh, Ashby's Boston candle. We'll have to go get us some apples as we sit down to watch 1997's Google Hunting. Nice. Oh, yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah. I would like to watch it, actually. I, I would love for us to get together and watch it because okay. it is one I, would, of, I would like to watch it as well. Am I going to yeah. cry? Probably. Yes. We'll yeah. probably cry. You guys like, have already seen me stop through Hamilton, like so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, How about them apples? You'll like them apples then. Yeah. <laughs> wow. uh, nice. Wow. So, Adam. <laughs> and I haven't even seen the movie. No. So. Yeah. It's one of those movies that, again, Robin Williams, for me, just being my favorite actor, this is much more of a drama. But in, like most things with Robin Williams, there's a lot of just funny moments in it and this included it that kind of gives you that roundness where you don't feel sad the entire movie yeah. um, and you do have uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and just for the thing they directed or at least Ben Affleck wrote it they recovered everything together There's so many Grammys won out of this movie that wasn't expected to do that great I don't think but um, to go back and watch it it's something I can watch multiple times uh, and it's I wanted to choose some other Robin Williams movies um just because they were funny and they had that moment. But for me as an adult watching this movie, there's a lot more depth to it. And to see Robin Williams plays like a therapist type position in this movie, at least for uh, Matt Damon. For me, again, it just really hits you in the feels. It really gets you thinking about some things. Um, But then also it's not one that makes you sad just to make you sad. They could pull a lot of things, but instead you see a lot of just real life reactions to things. Um, and then you also just see like the struggle of a guy that's always been on his own, um, and the struggle to let anybody else into his life because of how like tough he's just grown up to be. Um, it also just shows the variety of things. Again, there's a lot of really funny moments in it too. So it's not just some big drab thing, but I would love to sit down and watch it again, uh, with you guys. We'll make a night out of it and do that at some point. Wow. You did call it earlier. I did just mm-hmm. a few rounds too early. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so this is the last pick, and I'm I'm blown away because early on it was like, you know, I felt like me and Chad were picking the serious movies, the best picture nominees, and you guys were like, these are movies from our childhood. And now the the, the flip. This is how it typically goes. Ashley and I choose like all the really sad things, and you're like, oh, well, this one makes me really happy. <laughs> and, then, and now the script has been flipped, mm-hmm. and now we we just went on a run where we had Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. A Few Good Men, Mission Impossible, Titanic, Good Will Hunting, all five of the last six picks here. And I'm over here debating, do I pick My Name from Power Rangers? Do I pick <laughs> Space Jam? Mm-hmm. Do I do Big Daddy? Do I do Rush Hour? Um, <laughs> all these comedies, you know, like... Uh, it's good to end on, like, a laughing note, though. So, yeah. 
So my last pick is going to be reflective of if I had to watch a movie right now, what would I want to watch out of all these movies on this list? You can't. I'm sorry, you can't pick Google Hunting. And right, you're right, I can't. So I'm going <laughs> to go to my second. Pick. Okay, good. Um, and if I had to sit down and watch any one of these movies right now, it would be Rush Hour. Nice. Jackie Chan. Okay. Chris nice. Tucker. Mm-hmm. 1998. Right? 98? Yeah, 98. Okay. That's a good one. And that if you were to ask me one. in five minutes, my mind would have ch- my, would have changed. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But we're going to end it with Rush Hour. I think that was uh, just a really good comedy. Um, I like th- that series is made off of Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker's interactions. Yeah. And they still have some of the funniest interactions as a um, as a comedic duo. Um, some of the best interactions I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and that really makes the movie. I don't I can't even tell you what the plot is. Someone's going to get kidnapped, or someone got kidnapped. Um, who cares? They're hilarious together. Oh yeah. So well, even Jackie Chan like so many of his own stunts that he does in these movies that we know now. You may not have known 100 percent then as a kid, but like. Yep. Again, not CGI. It's literally a man doing yeah. all these crazy things. That are a- action happening. comedy here. Yeah. Action comedy. So. It's and, good. And not to mention my favorite Corvette of all time. Oh, mm. yes. <laughs> good stuff. Triple black Stingray. Yes. So. Good stuff. Eric will get you one for your birthday. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, we'll work on nice. that. I finally told him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sign a commitment for more podcasts. For more yeah. episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be your payment. Right. Yeah. right. We haven't discussed payment, by the way. Don't get disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we lose money on this. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Um, when we put our um, our merchandise store out at some point, please buy a shirt at least once a yeah. month. If you have and any that, expectations, don't. Right, right, <laughs> just don't. Just mm-hmm. cancel that. All right, so um, real quick, rapid fire. We've been going for how long on this podcast, Kyle? Um, about an hour and... Hour and 50 minutes. Hour and 50? Yep. Worth it. Wow. And, uh, but honestly, it's going by f- really fast. Oh, in my yeah. Opinion. Um, rapid fire style, uh, hit us with some um, of your honorable mentions for uh, what didn't make your list. Kyle, I don't think you had any, but did, did you I have did, any? Well, I have my whole list of random 90s movies that you may have forgotten about. Okay. So Go I'm going to throw it. these in. They weren't super popular. Jungle to Jungle with Tim Allen, uh, who ends up finding out he has a son that's born in an yep. African tribe. Yep. Uh, George of the Jungle. Yes. Which is another one. Not yeah. to get confused. Yes. Harriet the Spy was another Nickelodeon classic that came out that it's just amazing to still go back and watch. Uh, Beethoven was a movie we watched Beethoven times. I watched Beethoven second, like right before it went off Netflix, uh, about a month and a half. Yeah, ago. it's about the dog. If you don't know, which dun, dun, seems, dun, dun. like for us, it seems <laughs> like oh, this is obvious. You know, who Beethoven is, but I think it was a very time type thing where you may not know. Who Beethoven One of the is rare now. movies where the dog survives. True, you know, it's the yeah, dog right. is the title yeah, character yeah. and it survives. Right. <laughs> um, James and the Giant Peach was another one that's out there. Mm-hmm. So many people talk about Nightmare Before Christmas and all of the animation has stopped. Um, stop film animation and that James and Giant Peach does the exact same thing it's awesome definitely a little creepy too but it's great Homeward Bound is Homeward another Bound's amazing fantastic. one fantastic mm. another Robin can I change one. my last pick <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hook Hook another is Robin good another movies that yeah. were thrown in there Mystery Men a lot of people talk about <clears throat> oh I remember hearing All Star by Smash Mouth in Shrek but actually, it was... Somebody uh, yeah. once told me. <laughs> it was put out in 1999. It was in Mystery Men, so much so that the music video is the entire process of finding these heroes from Mystery Men. Uh, so definitely, again, it's the first time I'd seen Pee Wee Herman do anything since he was Pee Wee Herman. Um, I think he can just direct farts. Uh, but there's a lot of just crazy, creepy superhero things. Before we had the MCU, you had Mystery Men. 
Uh, Three Ninjas was another classic for mm-hmm. kids from that time. Rocket Man is a movie you may not remember. I'm not talking about Elton John. This is a movie. <laughs> Rocket Man. I think it's a Disney Burn movie. Up, use all right. <laughs> There's this guy that's really kooky and crazy. And I think he works maybe with NASA or something, but he ends up getting nominated to go into space. And so him and a monkey train with each other. And the guy's just so goofy and crazy that he passes all of these tests and just thinks it's like fun, crazy rides where other people are trying to get into it and get sick because it's too much for their bodies. Well, it's a hilarious movie. Just go back and watch it. Um, honestly, it's just funny. I'm not going to say much more about it. The last one I have is Man on the Moon, which was Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, as Andy, Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. Yeah. Another great one where I knew about Andy Kaufman from Taxi growing up, like watching the rerun stuff as a kid. Didn't know much more about him. Ended up finding out so much more going on a wrestling and everything. All these mm-hmm. crazy stories with Andy Kaufman. Um, Man on the Moon, Jim Carrey does an amazing job portraying him to the extent that literally the end of the movie has you wondering in real life, is Andy Kaufman really dead or not? Mm-hmm. Because Andy Kaufman had said he would probably do some of this. There was like, He's I remember like, the anniversary of his death in the last however many years. There was speculation that he may pop up randomly in return. Mm-hmm. Um, I think letters even started coming out. He never did, but yeah, yeah. just the friends he had around him to push that to continue to happen, like keep his spirit alive. So good choice. That's my choices. Chad, you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I'm just going to kind of roll through them pretty quickly. Uh, one of my favorite swingers mm-hmm. uh, with John Farber and um, Vince Vaughn, mm-hmm. uh, Wayne's World, mm-hmm. um, Austin Powers, yes. The Crow, mm-hmm. Tombstone, Tombstone. Awesome. I'll be your uh, Huckleberry. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Sling Blade. Um, I didn't hurt nobody. Yeah, didn't. Ain't no gas in it. Um, I think I taters. saw that at your house. Probably <laughs> so. Yeah, probably so. I think that was part of the Columbia House uh-huh. uh, free twenty eight movies for a penny type thing. Yes. Um, the Green Mile, uh, Bugs Life, Mask, Night at Roxbury, mm-hmm. Cape Fear, mm. uh, Time to Kill. Uh, Point Break, Cape Fear, Wedding Singer, Robert De Niro, right? Cape Fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, okay. and yeah, that's pretty. Wedding much it. singer that was uh, yeah. Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler. Yeah, and then I rounded out by saying Showgirls because I had a crush mm-hmm. on yeah. what's her face from mm-hmm. um, Old mm-hmm. What's Her Face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old What's Her Face. What else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ashby. What uh, what were your uh, few? So I had Mulan was Moon's my animation good. Disney sub in because nice. I you know Disney had a heyday in for the sure. '90s, but Mulan I mean we talk about Aladdin and The Lion King. Mulan is underrated. Oh for yeah, sure. super underrated. Yeah. very good. Also the best um, the best nugget dipping sauce was from uh, that was it no never mind Szechuan was that from Mulan. I think it's no. Rick and Morty. That's Rick and Morty. Never mind. I'm getting my animated properties. Yeah. I was anyway, like, I remember being at the Mulan cat. had a tie-in with McDonald's. I can't remember what it was. Mulan always makes you think of the Kinley pool because I remember we would get like by the side of the pool and be like, "Let's get down to business," and then do drop kicks into the pool. Yeah. Yes. One hundred. Mm-hmm. How do you be swift as a raging river? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, Matilda. Oh, that's oh, really yeah. good. Right, like that was going to be one of my kids' sub ends. Mm-hmm. And then also The American President, mm-hmm. really good, excellent movie. Another one of those, like, watching it because my dad's making me watch it, uh, but also, like, grew into really loving that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my, really quick, one of my favorite quotes from that movie is, uh, it's, she says at the end, she's like, how did you do it? How did you manage to be the president and get a girl roses and, or, and get a girl flowers? And he goes, turns out I have a rose garden. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. Also the mummy. Mm. 
Brendan uh, Fraser. Brendan yep. Fraser again. Interview with a Vampire. Man of the House with Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. Like that was, that was kind of like under the radar, it. but yeah. I remember watching it a lot as a kid. It was really good. It was it reminds you a lot of Jungle to Jungle, even though like there's different backgrounds. Yes. It was very much a similar like plot and yes, similar. Very similar. What, what was his uh his in like they were doing like little Indian powwow and yes. um squatting dolls. Squatting yes. dolls with <laughs> Chevy Chase's yes. name. Yes. Um also Homeward Bound mm-hmm. with the animals. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Classic. good. And also, one of my friends said she would get mad at me if I didn't say this, um, and we've already talked about it, but Armageddon. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't want to miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had Aladdin on the list, um, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of That's the good. Ooze, um, Pokemon, the first movie, mm-hmm. came out in 99, uh, Air Bud... Anybody? I almost put Airbud. Airbud, you know, oh, Air basketball Bud. playing dog. The original one yes. versus all well, the, the first ones. That have spawned now they're the actually superheroes. They're, they're going to fight Thanos now. Yes. Well, they've saved um, Santa Claus. They got to find yes. something else to do. Uh, John Oliver, <laughs> Oliver uh, had uh, a great fifteen-minute uh, se- uh, web exclu- exclusive segment on YouTube about Airbud. It's actually worth watching. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, came out this week. Cool Runnings. You know, oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned a bug's life. Casper. Yeah, that's good. Babe. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah, yeah that'll oh, do. Yeah, uh, that'll do. Pig. That'll do. Uh, Space Jam, Mighty Ducks, mm-hmm. Rookie of the Year, Angels in the Outfield, A League of Their Own. That was the one that almost mm-hmm. made my list. League of Their Own almost was my last pick too. Uh, the Water Boy. Speaking of League of Their Own, did you see where they're making a TV series? I did. It? I did. Yeah. I, I, have, I have mixed thoughts about that. I haven't looked any into it. I just saw it for the first time yesterday. I was going to do it. Um, the Waterboy. That's another well, I didn't one right think there. of that one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we quoted that one a million times. I hope you like what I did to your lawnmower. Yes. <laughs> that was right there with Happy Gilmore for me, mm-hmm. but about for which one I saw first. Um, Varsity. <laughs> H2O. <laughs> what is better? My mama said, mm-hmm. oh, alligators are ornery because they, they got, got all them teeth, teeth and no, no toothbrush. Tooth. No, no, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Mama's right. Mama's right. <laughs> <laughs> Something wrong with him. Do love my God. Oh Lord. Uh, Varsity Blues. Um, Big Daddy. That's another. It's another right. Adam Sandler great. Yep. Um, we mentioned Billy Madison. Major Pain hmm. was a movie I watched so much as a kid, and probably could still quote to this day. Uh, both Austin Powers movies. Well, I know there's three, but the two that happened in the '90s. Uh, Air Force One is one that almost made my list. I thought Ashby was going to take it at the end. Oh, it is a good um, one. It is a good one. Uh, Batman Returns and Batman Forever um, are on there. Uh, seven. Brad, oh, that is a good one. Brad Pitt and Morgan <coughs> Freeman. Um, and uh, we mentioned The Mask. And then, of course, uh, The Santa Claus, Home Alone 2. And then the one horror movie I had that I didn't pick was Scream. Um, Scream iconic My favorite horror franchise I'm not big in the horror But I do love the Scream movies um, And that was my last pick So, I thought you were going to Throw Scream in there I was really expecting I that. almost did But I was like You know We talked about it In In you know, in Massa uh, back in the fall. So mm-hmm. we'll just, I've already got enough movies that we've got podcasts. Oh, yeah. I finally on. watched the newest one. Yeah. What you think? It was so good. Yeah. So good. It was. We watched it the other week. I was a lot better than what I expected. Yeah. I just didn't know what to expect. Yeah. They did a really good job of taking care of the franchise and opening it up for future possibilities to go off down the road. I right. know they're for sure. uh, looking into doing Scream 6 over the summer. Right. Um, and there's so many paths they can take with how it ended. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do. I've gotten such a bad habit watching those movies to watch it and be like, 
which one of you did it? Yeah. And I'm I like, know. it's you. I know. It's well, like, I'll, no, do you want me to think it's you? So right. it can't be you. It can't be you. So yeah. it's got to be you. Right. Because well, I, you don't, wait a second, though. Maybe it is you because they want me to think it's you. Right. But then they're going to know I don't think it's you. So it probably is you. Right. Like, right. I'll explain my way through the entire thing. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, should have saw it. Yep. Yeah. Well, I like how right from the beginning, they were all like, okay, we're all suspects. And like, why? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, here's why. This mm-hmm. is Woodsboro. This just happens every 10 years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so one of you's a killer. <laughs> Don't know which one it is. It oh, wait, it's me. <laughs> yeah. It got towards the end. It's like, wait, what? There's more than one. That's happened before. Like, right. wait a second. Right. Well, what I could have been multiple. And you know, like, well, I had the thought, well, what if it's three now? Because oh, it's yeah. usually two. There's been an instance where there was one that is usually mm-hmm. two. Well, what if there's three? What if they're throwing off? Mm-hmm. What if everyone's a killer? What if it's all of them? What if no one's innocent? And they're all just trying to kill each other for the fun of it. I mean, well, that or the yeah. killing to make sure they don't get killed. It's like, That's I didn't right. want to kill you, but somebody killed them, so I'm going to kill you to make sure it ain't me. Kill or be killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, what a run. Mm-hmm. The nine on the 90s coming to an end. We may do an epilogue episode at some point. Um, we had discussed doing a TV 90s television bracket. Um, we have not been able to finagle that at this time, but that may come at some point, you know, as, as a one off. Yeah, as a one off. Uh, we have had discussions over what our next uh, seasons are going to be. Uh, we've discussed doing a mini season over the summer mm-hmm. to continue or to finish out our MCU Phase 3 yep. arc. Um, and then we're also looking at seasons for the fall. Just we've got to line up schedules. Mm-hmm. But uh, I felt like this season was it's fun. Very fun. Chad, thank you for joining us uh, for sure. today for and for, uh, uh, for the Friends episode two weeks ago. And uh, we're very grateful that you can join us. Maybe you can join us again sometime if you're available. I'd love to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you mentioned uh, in your message to me that you're big in the MCU. Yes. And we are too. So yeah. um, maybe we can make something happen. Yeah. So. Uh, luckily, though, for me, is I never really got into comic books when I was younger. So I went into the MCU with a completely blank slate. Same. Mm-hmm. It was immediately hooked, Iron Man 1. Mm-hmm. And I have never looked back and yeah. watched all of them multiple times and loved it. Yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll uh, stay tuned to our social media. Uh, again, what the what media, all one word, uh, and WTW underscore media on Twitter for updates on when the next season will begin and start um, or any other news regarding the podcast. Um, I know me and Kyle are talking about going to GalaxyCon over the mm-hmm. summer. We might put a video out on that. Um, but just stay tuned to see what's next with us. We want to give a big thank you to Ricky Lyles for his contributions to our podcast. We are using one of his mics, cords, and mic stand today. So it's not just, you know, his contributions over the years, but his contributions today has led to us being able to do this podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this discussion in the 90s movie realm as much as we did, and that we hope that you're as pumped for the rest of our journey as we move forward into pop culture as we are. We're out of time on today's episode. Uh, let's hit them with some some last minute plugs, Ashby. Uh, you can find me at Ashby Gray G R A Y on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I feel like I say this every time, but like you know, MCU keeps putting out TV shows, and Teen Wolf is making a movie. And I said this before, but Top Gun, the newest Top Gun's coming out soon, so I'll just be like you know ranting about that on social media mm-hmm. and posting pictures of my dog. What's not to love? Great thing. <laughs> Chad? You can find me at, um, at Chad E. Bear on Instagram and just Chad Casey um, on Facebook, uh, finding out what my next project at home is going to be and trying to take care of my backyard. Nice. Yeah. You can find me at underscore live underscore bright underscore. I think 
I know on Instagram, maybe on Twitter. Yeah, if they're, we the ever same. Do, they're the same. If we ever do this movie, watch along uh, with Spice World. So I'll be commenting there. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness comes out for us as we're recording this this coming week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We haven't made plans yet to go see it, but maybe we can. Um, I got to figure out. People are all over the place this week. But either way, really excited for that. What that may mean for the future of the Marvel Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe for all of us. Um, there's a lots of cool things in the trailer that could lead to anywhere. Uh, and so excited for that. Eric mentioned we're going to be at galaxy con at some point. We're going to try to at least go one day, if not two. So if you see us out, uh, we should have some stickers at least with us. We'll, we'd love to give you one. Definitely grab hold of us. Let us know. Uh, but yeah. And if you're in the, you know, North Carolina area, this will be in Raleigh. I, if you've never been to a comic con, if it seems a little daunting or overwhelming, it's Crazy where it's lots of things happening, but it's very fun. I highly recommend going. Ton of fun. Um, there's so many different things, no matter what you like. You know, it could be anywhere from anime to hardcore comic stuff to movie stuff to wrestlers. Like, you don't have to only be into comics to go to this type of thing. I know, for, you know, I think it's broken past that stigma now. But just in case it's your first ever, you don't know, there's a lot of awesome things. There's just individual comic artists there, actors, uh, all sorts of artists, but then also just... Some other people trying to break into the industry, just promoting their own craft that they put out, their own uh, creations and things that they make that you could pick up. So I highly recommend going to that. And again, if you see us, hit us up and we'll give you a sticker. Definitely. And I'm Eric Creech. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ericamac 15 uh, On Instagram, it's probably just going to be pictures of uh, me and my fiance in the wedding planning process because that's, uh, we are deep into that. We're looking at photographers and uh, we've got wedding venues, and we may have a DJ lined up, and looking at all that fantastic stuff. You figured um, out a cool like hashtag yet? Not yet. No, like We're, creeping to be creatures. Definitely that's not. But not no. that one. <laughs> not that one. We've decided it's not that. Not one. that I'm one. Okay, well, that's a decision. That, so yeah. Um, also uh, on Twitter, you may just see my rantings uh, on Better Call Saul season six, which started a couple of weeks ago, um, and also big into. The MCU. Um, I haven't watched Moon Knight yet. Uh, it will be coming at some point, and got to catch up on Boba Fett. Um, but just if you want to hear my rantings on that or anything, just go to Twitter, and um, maybe not that entertaining, but that's fine. Um, if you're w- w- following my Twitter, you're doing it for a reason. So mm-hmm. hope you enjoy it. We're out of time today, folks, and out of time on this season. Stay tuned to see what's next. Stay as cool as the other side of the pillow. We'll see you next time on the What the What Podcast. What the What? Bye. (laughs) Bye.